Yeah, welcome to season three. Oh yeah, yeah wow, look wow, it, we started. Cool. It, it did start. Oh, Fantastic. Wow. What a you know year twenty twenty season. It's the year of hindsight, man. So exactly. every episode is going to be like, wow, we missed this glaring thing last time, and uh, I, I can't believe we forgot the information. We that just was this do the pertinent. exact same podcast we did last year, but better. Oh shit! So revisit everything yeah. that we have already done. That we would did- have been a cool idea. Even even less work. We'll just replay the episode, and then we'll just dub ourselves in, you know, like... At the end, react, nope. we're going to do reaction yeah. videos to our own podcast where we listen to the first episodes, and we're like, wow, this is fucking stupid. Why did Bro, we decide to we make a podcast? Idiots. Yeah. I mean, I, I ask myself that every time I go to edit this podcast. I'm like, wow. Why the fuck do we do this? People actually the download numbers come shit. in, and I'm like, people still listen Dude, to this? Why? Really? You don't say. Uh, Ashley wanted us to talk about what we're drinking briefly. It's more mead that I made. Yes, Jacob bought it in this fancy ass. I have a, a thing pressurized growler now. It's delightful. It tastes like wine. It's, it it tastes like real stuff. I'm pretty proud right now. I gotta say, I did a Do thing, you have guys. Approximate alcohol. Um, right around ten percent. That's pretty good. It, it's it's. I'm actually quite pleased with the taste. It tastes like real wine. Like yes, I mean, thank you. Great job. I don't know what the fuck you're doing to this stuff, but this one tastes delightful. I think that's that's the biggest thing is everything that you've tried before was like it was really really like like young. It was still not. This like, you fit- know how you like, age wine and yeah. stuff like this has been sitting around in the fridge for months now. Like a couple of months, it's just been sitting. It's been filtered a couple of times. Like yeah, yeah, definitely. T- if it tastes more refined, like the flavor is still about the same, maybe. Maybe a little bit less. I don't know. It's it's I'm it's a good. Drunk. I gotta say, it was it's like my good. fourth glass. We've been sitting around for a little bit. You see, my uh, cheeks start to get rosy red. It's because of the the light over here. The oh the yeah, red. the heat light, not the yeah. alcohol. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, I guess if we're um, if we're getting into it today, we're talking about the Yeti. The Yeti. Uh, we decided last night that we're gonna try and you Bust know bite off like one of the biggest podcasts that we've ever ever tried to do, and. Uh, I apologize. Stayed up all night researching, so let's uh, let's get it. Uh, yeah, the the Yeti, also known as the Abominable Snowman. Yes. Meta. Mm-hmm. And uh, I saw in one place Kang Admi. Yeah, there's a couple other variants that I think will get discussed briefly later, but that's yeah. I mean, anybody who's gonna listen to it is gonna uh, understand that, like, you know what the fucking Yeti is, right? Like. Hopefully, I, my description is like nothing. The appearance, I'm like, yeah, it's like an ape-like thing. It's a bipedal hominid, usually described as being about eight feet tall, sometimes up to fifteen feet. Uh, believed to be nocturnal. That was the only thing that I like. I, I had in my notes, Yeti is to Bigfoot as polar bear is to brown bear, like essentially the same thing. But so it's like the same genus, regional. but not the same species. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's a, more regional. a regional variant of. Okay, so it's. See, but but you say Bigfoot, but I in most of my research the the footprints didn't appear to be very big. Really. In a lot of, do you have? I've got evidence some otherwise? large feet. I mean, ten inches. I saw in some places twelve inches, but like I'm pretty sure my feet are that size. Okay, maybe. I'm kind of a big dude, but also aren't um like if you. I have this in my notes somewhere specifically to talk about, but if you put your foot in the snow, like if yes. you measure your foot, yep. then put your foot in the snow and measure the print that your foot made, is the print bigger than your foot? 
I assume it would be because yes. it's like melting off from the heat around that and then would continue to melt a little bit afterwards. So does it increase by I like saw, an inch? I saw 32 by 15 inches in one place. 32? 32 by 15. Long? 32 inches by 15, like massive. Two and what? a half foot. I saw like small th- shit and I was like, no, this is clearly not the case. What do you mean? Where did you find a three foot fucking footprint? Uh, at the Maku- Makalu base camp early last year. Dude, you fuck off right now with this bullshit. Are you talking about the thing that the Indian army posted on Twitter that yeah. is a fucking rabbit? Is it a whole rabbit? It's an entire ass rabbit. That's why it's three feet long. It's a whole rabbit. Hang on. I have Jumping this in here in my notes. I have the... The link to the Twitter post, if you want to pull it up. I do, yes. Uh, We can have it on here, but they posted a bug. Yep. Where is it in my notes? I literally wrote about it because I remember this shit happening. Pulling up right now. Here it is. Yeah, I'm relatively... People were looking at this, and they they recognized that this is not the way that a bipedal creature walks, because it's it's like a straight straight line, line, where instead of like being offset like left and right, and the way that you would walk, it's just a rabbit that's fucking jumping. And it's the entire print of the rabbit. So there's this fucking, yeah, the, the Indian army just fucking on their Twitter. They're like, oh, yeah. Check out these prints. 32 by 15 inches close to this. Uh, April 9th, 2019. The elusive snowman has only been sighted. Yeah. There's literally Mythical Beast, the Yeti. That's what they fucking said on here. Okay, but hold, hold on. Like, hold no, on. It's hold a on. rabbit. It is clearly, oh, my God, get this ad out of my fucking way. It is clearly just this. Catwalk. Yeti. While I see what you are saying, um, I fail to see that being a realistic way of traversing a mountainside. Uh, exactly you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, cool. It, like, yeah, that that is fair, but is walking up a mountain. What are you fucking walking like that for? Gotta strut your stuff. That's his mating call. Look, maybe. I did not see that bit of the Patterson Gimlin footage, sir. <laughs> That's in the uh, exclusive. Non-produced. Oh, uh, hello, everyone. Hello, Cryptid559. Oh, hello. Welcome to our podcast. Um, Said that a little spooky sexy, and I'm kind of afraid. I mean, I'm in the catwalk <laughs> mode, <laughs> Okay, dude. fair enough. Uh, apparently, according to the NBC News article about this tweet, the country's defense ministry told NBC News that the photogra- photographs, wow, that the photographs taken by the expedition team had been passed to the scientific community for verification, but nothing was ever heard, and it was like... Nothing was ever heard by ass. It's a fucking rabbit. I'm telling you now, it's a rabbit. (laughs) I've heard this story a lot of times. I was following it closely. I think we posted this on social media at the time. Did we? I sent it to you to post. I'm almost certain we we retweeted this. Uh, It's a possibility. I'm almost positive we retweeted this in April of last year. If anybody is on Twitter right now... um, Twitter.com slash count cryptid and wants to verify that for me, uh, that'd be cool. Yeah, we could yeah. Let us know. Did something stall or is it my connection? We here, fam. I uh, hopefully not your connection. It says, uh, it's still working on my end, so maybe he just needs to restart. It's fine. Reset. I, it says I have excellent connection. So yeah, yeah, it should be fine. It must be him. Sorry about it. Alright, cool. So the Yeti. Yeah. The Yeti. In uh, India. That that instance I am gonna shit on immediately. So sorry to start this one off a little bit rough, but uh I had that in my notes already. So if you're gonna tell me the three foot long one is no. Because everything everything else I have for footprints is like six inches, eight inches, ten inches, twelve inches. Well, like yeah, that's big, but like 
God damn it. I'm talking about shit in my notes now that like I wanted to save for the very end, but I got to find this spot because I wanted to mention that people like like fucking Wim Hof exist, if you know who yeah, this guy yeah. is. Because this is that dude. Like, I don't know if there's anybody else in the world like him. So He's naughty. This is the dude that fucking climbed Everest in just shorts. Literally barefoot. He's been done a couple of times. He did it again in, in like 2014, but then in like 2017, I think. He swims underwater. Under fucking ice. ice. In the Arctic for like eight a minutes. A mile. Yeah. He just fucking for so goddamn what? long. He just, he's got this weird breathing method. So it's yeah, like, yeah. you can just like deal with the fucking cold. Just I'm like, anything. what? What do you mean? He's like, yeah. Just, it, and it's been like scientifically proven that it It's fucking unbelievable. Works. It's crazy. It's the weirdest shit ever. But he climbed Everest in only shorts. He did it barefoot. Then again in 2017 with open-toed sandals. There's got to be other people like him because he has a school. I'm saying. So, but this is, most of this stuff in my notes predates him. Like he would have been younger or like not doing this at the time. You know what I mean? Like I'm not yeah, getting footprints yeah. from 2014 where like this is just like a human-ass footprint up here. You know what I mean? Like there's none of that. I don't know how big Wim Hof's feet are, but uh, I did see... I assume they're pretty pretty wide, you know what I mean? Because he's like always... If he's walking barefoot. around barefoot, his, they're probably yeah pretty... Uh, better than our feet? Better, yes. Pretty better, that word. Pretty better. Pretty and better. Uh, I also saw that like when you make a footprint or any indent in the snow, the sun will heat it up. I, even though it's like 20 degrees... Like the, sun the sun will, will still, still melt around that a little bit and, melt it and, and make that footprint bigger. Good, because I also have in my notes that we were going to go outside and test that real quick. Is, there is <laughs> I was like, all right, I'm going to measure my foot, go out into the fucking snow, step into the snow. We're going to measure that and see. Should have done that at the beginning of the podcast and revisit it at the end. Uh, it's fine. We can just not do it because you already did the, the research for yeah, it. Yeah, I looked so, on the internet, um, so therefore... That's fine. I don't need to be on WikiFeed anyway. <laughs> we charge for that here. <laughs> Okay, buddy. Should we hop back in time to like take me back, Connor? Like obviously early like there there's stories from like native groups all over the place about giants. Nepal and all yeah. oh, about uh like generally yeah. just like giants, but like specifically okay. in where a lot of the sightings of Yeti come from in um Malaysia. Is that the right is that the Himalayas? Himal- that's is the that same kind of place. Before? It's like Nepal, India. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sherpas and whatnot. I'm not sure where Malaysia is, but it sounds like uh, from from somebody who knows nothing about geography, like it might be close, but I have no idea. Where uh, is Malaysia? Can, can I even spell Malaysia? No. Don't at me. I don't know. Don't at me. I don't know where Malaysia is. But we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna shoot back to 1951. Your ignorance is showing, Connor. Please check usually, your privilege at the door. Usually, my ignorance is showing. Yeah, it's uh, it's not really close. It's there's the Bay of Bengal in between. Which is big. It's like where Singapore is, uh, closer to Vietnam than India. So close. No, because <laughs> Nepal is on the north side of India. We're going the wrong direction here. All right. We already know we're bad at geography, so. We're bad at a lot That's of fine. things. All right, you're taking me back in time here, Connor. What's going on? Uh, let's, this, this oh, is, my God, it's so green. It's the worst website I've ever seen. I'm so sorry that YouTube has to see this. I feel like I'm contributing to, to bad things. How how big is that? Uh, that is a print found by Eric Shipton, taken by Eric Shipton there. Uh, just over twelve inches long, and wider than a man's boot. Actual unit of measurement, men's boot. But it does have a, a distinct toe looking. He said there was possibly a 
small like indentation where a a small toe would lie you know okay oh okay i almost see that almost little spot over right here there. Yeah. yeah yeah so it, it does have five feet five toes wow five feet did you know that about the yeti there's five feet i had about eight feet generally speaking so yeah this is his fam- infamous Infamy is not the right word here. His famous. Yeah, it would be. It would be famous. It's not like famous in a negative light. I don't think infamous is the right the right word. And you're never gonna believe who he had on on his expedition with him. Who did he have on his expedition? Oh wait. So uh, it was initially like Tom Bore Dylan, W. H. Ward, some Doctor Dutt, a geological survey of India guy. And then Bill fucking Murray. Excuse Bill me? Murray. In 1951? Yes. Look. Where are you getting this information? I, right here on this green website. Bill Murray. Of Like, like actually? I don't think it's the Bill Murray. Oh, you motherfucker. Bill fucking Murray, though. I was like, no way, dude. He would have been young in 51, right? When was, like... Yeah, was yeah we need... Bill... Murray born, but he's okay. So he has this. There's a documentary. Yeah, okay. 1950 is when he was born. So he was one at the time. That's he was there. Uh, <laughs> the uh, the, he has a documentary or something on Netflix where he just like he does this thing where he just goes around and he'll just like stop in on people's lives just for the story because he's like, yeah, nobody's gonna fucking believe this. Like he'll just like show up at like a frat yeah, party yeah. or whatever. Like he went to this one party and like just walked around for a minute, and the kitchen was just a fucking mess. So he just like had a sorority or something. So he just like did the dishes the whole time, then like like left, and he's like just told him to do better on his way out the door, and just <laughs> fucking left. He just does shit like that, or That's like legendary. the cops will get called on a party for like a noise complaint or something, and then the cops will come to shut it down. They're like, dude, we can't stop. Bill Murray's here, and they're like, yeah, okay, right. And then Bill Murray will fucking walk know, over the door. Like, no, really, I'm here. And then the cops will just fucking come party with them and shit. It's fucking crazy. God, I would do the exact same if Bill Murray if was, it was at my party. If it was fucking Bill Murray, you can't not, dude. It's Bill crazy. Murray. He's Bill a legend. fucking Murray, dude. Um, so anyway, they found these prints in India while they were... Um, the expedition was to find a new way up to the top of Everest. A new with, way? Yeah, like I think all the other ways were like blocked or some some something was wrong that they couldn't get up them. They were... A, Descending the mountain. I think they're at like 19,000 square feet. Square feet? Square feet. 90, like 000. as far as altitude? Like they were C- at 19,000 feet? Sea level. I think from sea level. 19,000 feet. Which is... Right, 19,000 square feet up. <laughs> I'm going to be drinking this. It's noon. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, they also took some like native Sherpas to help like carry their some shit. capacity. It said carried their supplies. Yeah. A group of native Sherpas who carried supplies, most of which were friends of Eric Shipton, which is odd. I thought they were more like, yeah, they guide. Maybe I mean, they, they probably both. are, but maybe they were just like belittling them. Like, yeah, he was our pack mule. You know what I mean? It's 51. They, That's it's shitty. Racism is implied. Um, so anyway, they, they started out on their expedition on the 27th of 1951, August, and then found these prints uh, later that year in November on November 8th. Um, they were descending the Menlung Basin somewhere on the mountain and came across these strange prints. Uh, one of the Sherpas that was with them was like, that's a Yeti in Sherpa language to Shipton. <laughs> that's a Yeti. That's Yeti. Uh, and apparently Shipton had seen prints like these before on the Himalayas. 
and they real and then led him to the realization that these were probably made within the last 24 hours because they weren't covered up by fresh snow or something, something. else or or I mean it, yeah, I don't know you would know knows. if like if it has been snowy or like very windy or something it has like, snowed since yesterday these should be covered up if it's been snowing they they shouldn't still be there or if it's been yeah and so then he took these pictures this is and, the Shipton photos we're still referring to here. Yes, okay. yep. And then they the men followed the tracks for like a mile and they find a spot where the creature had allegedly jumped over a crevasse. I have no idea how big the crevasse is. Interesting. But they didn't jump over the crevasse also. They abandoned it there and then when he made it back to I think America. Is he did I say Fuck British? Yeah. He's probably back to Britain, you know. The UK England and stuff. Some capacity. Some somewhere. Um he published the photos with his book um, in 52. I should probably figure out what the, the book is called. I do not know. In his book. Eric Shipton. Look at this crazy motherfucker. Oh, damn. He looks wild. It was just a mirror. There was a mirror on that mountain. Oh, there was wow. a wild man up here. <laughs> just captured his snow fucking pictures had of ice over and he could see his reflection. Just Just barely. <laughs> That's funny. I like that idea. Uh, the true book about Everest, maybe, is what it's called? Uh, presumably, because he was there for finding a new path up Everest, right? Yes. So that could be it. Anyway, Google it yourself. I don't know. It was from a book. It's from a book. Don't know which one. This is not reading Rainbow, but I wish it was. We could get him on the show. I, I was listening to a podcast the other day, and there's an ad for another podcast. And he was on it. And I was like, oh, I actually want to listen to this podcast regardless of what the topic is. Yeah, I mean... I have no idea what the podcast is, so, so I didn't. Yeah, fair. Um, yeah, you got any other st- stories, photos? Oh, do I have take some a look stories at? and some photos? What? Where do I begin? Uh, at the beginning. We just finished 1951. 1951? Correct. Um, let's see. Uh, real quick side note. Did you know we have Yeti merch on T Public, Connor? I didn't. Actually, I did. Weird. We have Yeti merch on T Public, Connor. Why can I type here? Uh, let's see. 1986. Uh, 2000, oh, 1968, probably. This one's really fucking long, though. Okay, let me pull this up. Yeah, T Our storefront. And... Wow, the Yeti. Hold on. Oh, wow. Conveniently, Check is this uh, a out. percentage off right now? Yeah, you could get it for thirteen bucks. Thirteen bucks. I believe that's you a can t-shirt. Get a t-shirt with a Yeti on it that says ah, I "Official took it off the Cryptid store. Counter." You took it okay, off the no, merch I store. I, no, it's there. Here it is. It's beautiful. I like it a lot. The little Yeti badge. You can get it in so many different colors. There's some colors and styles and options available. I think it's available on some other things other than t-shirts as well. But it's there. Uh, I'll post a link, link to the uh, T Public. <clears throat> In the chat. If you want to buy a t-shirt with a Yeti on it, you know, whatever. Yeah, you know, if you're just sitting on $13 plus shipping, we would appreciate a little bit of help. It's coming to that time of year where we need to renew our uh, RSS feed. So this would be a great time to, to support uh, the show. Soon. Yeah, it would be a good time. I think most of the money um, made sitting in there. is definitely still sitting in there. But it's made from me. I bought two things. <laughs> no, 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 that's not true. I know a lot of people bought other shirts. Yeah, there, there, was, there was quite a few. I, I can't take You got that? Because Oh, yeah, got, you just got this shirt, too. I got yeah. this guy in the mail. The uh, Flatwoods it. Monster one. You spent a lot of time on that. I need to fucking buy a bunch of those, too. The Comet is amazing, by the way. Uh, the Comet I, I is an asset that I took. The Comet I did not make. 
I that yes, was a free did. asset that I took. Okay, free uh, asset. The the it's a nice it's a nice looking shirt. It feels nice. I think I just got the regular. You got the regular quality one. Let me see. Does they have like say? premier quality or something on there too? Right. I, I think I says. got the cheaper one. But the print looks alright. I'll wash it inside out. You get one. Otherwise, well, I mean, you're supposed to deal with everything with like prints on it. Otherwise, right, it's the print's gonna, gonna, gonna fade. fade. But so far, I've I've had this for a, a couple of months now, and it looks great. Yeah, it's uh, it turned out well. I spent a lot of time on the uh, Flatwoods monster. Thank you, Jacob. Also, spent a lot of time on this uh, Yeti. It looks like. Nope, that one was also a free Shut asset. The <laughs> Believe fuck it or not, Jacob, we need to hype you up on this. Come on. <laughs> no, I'm not taking credit for that. I did do the. It is very like, nice. I placed though. it and did all that, but nah. That one was... Uh, I like it a lot. I, made, I did make the background, like the clouds and everything. That is a thing that I have that I made. But I, I did put all that in there, but that was uh, just an asset. But Nathaniel did buy that one uh, for himself. I actually really like the purple. Yeah, yeah, he did buy that one for himself. Yeah, that one looked like it turned out uh, pretty good, too. You're an official licensed cryptid counter. Officially licensed. I like uh, did that. I put officially or did I put unofficially? Officially. Did I? I had unofficially in the original one, and I was like, eh, I mean, fuck it. Look at how many reviews we've gotten. 4.4. 4.4 reviews. Wait. Probably for just for T Public though. <laughs> really? Probably. Just... Google customer review. And maybe that's just, oh, the T Public reviews Public in, in general. general. I was like, what are you fucking talking <laughs> about, dude? No way. The way no, somebody reviewed our T Public store. That's just for this t-shirt. Look. People love it. They love it, Jacob. 4.4 stars. Fucking clickbait. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's where you can support us if you want to support us, and now would be uh, a great time. All right, so I'm going to jump into uh, some more about the Yeti. Is there a um, link I need to pull up here? Bleh. I don't think on this one. I got to find where it was at because it's like two pages of shit in my notes. Oh, God, it's like three pages of notes in my shit. Uh, okay, so October 19th of 1968. This is uh, coming from the Pine Barrens Institute website here. Great um, resource, by the way. Yeah, 100%. This, uh, the article was Cryptid Profile, the Wisconsin Yeti. I'm going to wait on this one. I lied. You can't put it out ah, there. Fuck it. Okay, okay, okay. Pull I'll do back. It. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll just, I didn't want to do it because it's not, not in the in place the that we wanted yeah, it yeah, to. Yeah. This is just something that I wanted to include. But based on the date, I want to include it. So this is coming straight off of there. Uh, so this was written uh, August 19th, 2018 by Adam Benedict. Again, uh, Pine Barrens Institute. Link to this article in full will the be in the description. So this occurred on October 19th, 1968. Quote, when Bob, Dick, and Bill entered the marsh that day, they began their hunt. The three men decided that the best plan for success involved them splitting up. So Bob went one way while Dick and Bill went the other. After trekking unsuccessfully through the thick vegetation of the marsh, Bob decided that climbing a tree may allow him to see may allow him to better see any deer within the area. After stabilizing himself within a secure vantage point, Bob started scanning around for any signs of movement. After what seemed like forever, the lone hunter high up in the tree spotted a creature making its way through the shrub brush and dense trees. First thought that first thought was that he had spotted a deer, but after a few moments he realized that this thing was anything but. Bob stated that what first appeared to be a creature slowly started reminding him of a man, but not a normal man, one that seemed to be wearing an odd-looking costume and appeared to be off in some way. A ghillie suit. <laughs> Bob continued to watch the creature through the tops of the trees before it eventually walked out of view. While Bob w was laying eyes on the creature for the first time high in the tree, Dick and Bill were trudging along through the marsh to find a suitable hunting spot of their own. 
what they did not know is that the path they were currently moving down would put them in the same area as the unknown creature. And soon. Dun, dun, dun. So as the two men walked slowly through the thick marshland, the creature approached from up ahead. Drunk. I need more alcohol. Correct. As the beast got unknowingly closer to the men, the pair stated, started to become aware of its presence. Thinking that a bear was possibly approaching, the men ducked low behind some shrubs in order to let it pass. That's actually pretty decent thinking. Just fucking chill. Let the bear go by, do its own thing. Does that work? I don't know. I think the idea is to make sure like, you want it to know, like, hey, I am here. Mm-hmm. I know that you are here. I am big. Go away. But that depends on the bigger. kind of bear, right? Because I think it's like, it's, that might be black bears, but then brown bears is you're supposed to play dead, or I'm thinking completely inverse because I don't fucking know. Yeah, but I, I know polar bears are dead either bears. way. That much I know. But you don't just run into those. I, yeah, I don't run into bears. Bobcats, though. I I don't know what it is, but I have been so convinced that there is just going to be a bobcat in my backyard someday. Not a bobcat, a mountain lion. You've got three fenced, like, your There's yard a bunch is of fenced, fenced in areas and shit. There's just regular house cats back there that aren't mine often. That was not going to stop a fucking mountain lion from hopping into my backyard. I told That's you I saw fair. a couple of coyotes running down my street the other day. It's so odd because you live off a pretty with the main dog. I fucking I live off of like the main street in yeah. town. Fucking right off of there. But yeah, just running down the road. A couple of coyotes at uh whatever, 6.45 in the morning. I was trying to go outside with the dog. So I like I like went back inside for a little bit and just kind of washed, made sure they weren't around. And then just like beeline straight for the car with the dog. And then now since of this last week, there was a man that had to beat a coyote to death because it was attacking his two-year-old. Um, what? As well the as fuck? a coyote attacked an officer in Ohio while he was helping somebody who was stranded on the side of the interstate. The fucking coyote attacked a police officer. He fucking shoot it off a bunch of times. It kept coming back. He had to fucking shoot it dead. What are they on? They're just fucking... They're, Coronavirus? They're, they're just unpredictable, man. Has it got the zombie they're virus? Just, they're too them? fucking close to people, and I don't think people are like... You know what I mean? It's like, oh, it looks like a dog. It's cute. It's not like people taking it seriously. Like, this is a predator. This is actually, like, potentially a threat. This is going to eat my cat someday if my cat gets out, you know? like I think it's it ate not... my cat. Well, yeah, but, like, it really, it's it's a thing. And now they're just, like, I don't know, man. Like, I, I talked about, I on the podcast, maybe, um, they do this thing in Yellowstone called hazing for the wolves. We did that in high school. With wolf, yeah, no, we didn't. We were the fucking, yeah, we, yeah, were, we, we were, we were nerds. Uh, we, uh. But they do this thing called hazing where they have, like, like guns that shoot beanbags at them. Oh, so they, like, pretend hunt the wolves so the wolves know to fear man. So that oh, way they, they don't... Yeah, they, they try to teach them, like... Anytime they want, see if, a if man. If there's people close, you need to leave. This is a problem. You don't want to be in the roads. You don't want to see them. Because you don't want people... You know what I mean? Like, you don't want that interaction Them happening. approaching humans. Yeah, exactly. For any reason. 100%. Food. You don't need them encroaching on people because that's going to create problems 100% of the time. So the the idea is is that hazing them works. I don't think it's that much success, but like just slap them around with some. The coyotes bags. are getting fucking ballsy, is all I'm saying, man. I don't know. <laughs> Throw a rock, let a motherfucker know. You don't need to kill it, but let a motherfucker know you're not fucking around. Yeah, but what if it attacks you? Then what? I mean, they're small. I'm not worried. I would not be worried about being attacked. By I'm a small human a- being. Yeah, but like a coyote. How much does a coyote weigh? Thirty pounds. Like you got some bigger ones sometimes, but like the ones I, I mean, they're light. They're small. Like a bite would hurt. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. When inca- you can, you can you. launch a fucking coyote, brother. You pick that bad boy up and you fucking hurl him. You can throw him a fucking quarter mile. Spit him around. Yeah, like a discus. 
Ugh, yeah, fucking track and Olympic track and field athlete over, over the here. house. Just, yeah, fucking <laughs> throwing random canines. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, so you think I could take one? That's nice. No, I could take it to coyote. Uh, coyote. I think you got a coyote. Yeah, brother. two or three. I'm done though. It was only two that I saw running. Maybe I missed more. But... I'm gonna th- throw some snow in its face. Well, shit. I heard. Just, uh, I think it was on JRE. They were talking about he had like a buddy who had a pit that I don't know if it went missing or. It came back covered in blood or something, like all beat up. So they took it to the vet, and then he went up to see what had happened and found a pile like seven or eight dead fucking coyotes because Fuck. they they like ambushed it and were trying to kill the pit, and the, the pit, pit was just, just a monster and fucking shredded. That's them. badass. Yeah, dude, it was a crazy story. I'll try to if I find um, if I think about it, I'll try to link to that. Um, that wasn't a clip Forrest for that. Gallant because I listened. No, no, to that, that was not Forrest Gallant. No, 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 because he oh. uh, he was on again recently. Very good. Uh, I will link to that one because we used clips from the thylacine episode mm-hmm. when we did that. Um, that was a really good podcast. That was very good. I uh, check so it out. I am very, very off track from my story here. I apologize. We're talking about Bill, uh, Dick, and Bob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, um, are very generic. Names. So at this point, um, I had said that they, you know, the the bear is approaching them, uh, or the bear, not the the creature is approaching them. They're like, okay, something's coming. It must be a bear. We're gonna kind of crouch down and just kind of chill and let it pass. Oh. Why are we playing music all of a sudden, Connor? Ignore. Can we change, please? <clears throat> All right, cool. So, um, let's see. I want Jacob on the screen because he's uh, telling so a story. Oh, God. What just happened? Uh, okay, so they, they just crouched down in the shrub. Uh, Look, when they did, they realized that it wasn't a bear. Both men later stated that what stated that what they first thought was a simple, everyday creature of the woods was actually something they couldn't fully explain. The thing seemed to move like a man, but had an overall appearance of an ape. It looked almost like a perfect blend of both man and animal. The two hunters watched as the th- watched the thing as it wandered through the thick trees and shrubbery until it was out of view. Once they were sure it was gone, they made their way back towards Bob and recounted to him what they had seen. They were understandably surprised when they had heard that Bob had also seen the same thing only minutes prior. After the quick and unexpected sightings, the three men walked out of uh, Deltox Marsh, Marsh, which is where they were at, and headed back home. Once there, they decided to keep their encounter amongst themselves and did not discuss it with everyone. Uh, with anyone else, excuse me. Uh, six weeks later, on November 30th, the three men met up again for another hunt in the same marsh. Uh, this time, though, they brought eight more hunters with them in order to effectively drive the deer where they wanted them to go. After arriving at the marsh, the group of 11 men, Bob Perry, Dick Blizer, Bill Mallow, another Dick, uh, an- a Richard, Pete, Kurt, Artie, Lester, Don, Rami. Rami. <clears throat> Uh, there's a dick, another dick, and a Richard. You're so, telling me you wander out in the woods with three dicks that expect not to get blown. Okay, so they formed a line side <laughs> by side and pressed onward into the trees. Also along for the drive uh, to make sure the hunt was followed by state law was a police official and game warden. As the 11 men walked forward, they took notice of the surprising lack of animal activity in the woods that day, figuring they would have seen at least a few deer relatively soon after the start of their drive. They were confused to encounter nothing but silent and still woods. Determined, though, the men pressed on deeper and deeper into the marsh until finally one man caught sight of movement. But what he saw was not the expected white-tailed deer. Rather, it was the creature again. The creature was initially spotted by the men on the far left side of the line while they were passing through an open grassy field location within the marsh. Marsh. 
As they walked through the tall grass, one of the men noticed what appeared to be a large animal covered in black hair standing upright around 100 feet away. What was most surprising to the first witness was that the tall grass the thing was standing in only reached its upper thighs, whereas the grass came up to the hunter's stomachs. It's probably a good foot. Maybe two. Dog. I mean, yeah. If you're, it's your thought. Like, it's the grass is coming up to all like grown ass men. Presumably, you know what I mean. But five, five ten. Roughly. How I, tall are you? Five ten. I am five eight and a half. Okay. Just kidding. I'm gonna say oh five eight. Okay. About your height, maybe a little bit taller. Yeah. Grown ass men. I'm gonna say I'm too tall. So we're gonna we're gonna use you as an example of like average height of a person. I would say I'm average height. I would say so too. So we're gonna use you. If it's up to your stomach, and you're talking like. That's a foot and lower, and a half. Like, but that's that's a foot in your legs only, right? So to do that all together, like that's got to be multiple feet in height taller. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Easily. Confused at what he was seeing, the hunter signaled the line to halt and watched as the creature moved silently back and forth, almost as if it was looking for the best path to leave on. While the creature searched for an escape, the line was motioned to slow. The line was motion to slow move, slowly move in and circle it. But whenever the men started moving closer, the creature slowly moved in the opposite direction. Whenever the men stopped, the creature would stop. It was watching them, and it appeared that it knew what was happening. As the group slightly, slowly tightened their line and began to circle the thing, the creature bolted into the thick shrubbery, and was. this was done in view of the other members of the drive before completely disappearing out of view. The group of 11 men attempted to follow it, but they were unable to move as quickly or as effectively through the thick foliage as the creature did. What they were able to do, though, was get a good look at it. As the creature passed them by, the hunters were able to get a decent view of its overall appearance. Each man later stated that the creature was extremely large, about 8 feet tall, and looked like a very strong man that was covered in blackish-brown hair. The head seemed somewhat small for the body, and it looked as if it possessed almost no neck. Although its body was completely covered in hair, sections of the face and palms were completely hairless, and because of this, the men could see a blackish-gray skin tone. The shoulders were very broad, and the arms were much longer and hung down significantly farther than that of a man. The creature carried itself like a human, but swung its arms like an ape as it walked. It also appeared to jump a bit as it ran out of view. It definitely sounds like an ape. 100%. Like, it's very ape-like. I mean, with with the it being so tall, and then the arms, arms are accentuated. Long. The head is a little bit smaller, like too small for the body. Broad shoulders. The Even the, the lack jumping. of hair in the spots with like the tans. Like that sounds like a gorilla. Like if you imagine a a, a gorilla kind of running, zoom, kind of like, jumping away. But that doesn't. They do that in more of like a quadruped run, not really bipedal, right? Right. So like, because like when they when they run bipedal, they, they feel like they always have like their oh. arms up and they're doing that fucking thing. Yeah, exactly. Oh, cool. I'm on the full screen for that. Good. Uh, so I I don't know. Yeah, it it does seem more ape like, but it it's being described as like a perfect blend of of man ape and animal. And man. Yeah. So mm. it's it's very strange. Uh, now it was after the encounter that word spread about. Fremont that something strange was lurking in the marsh. In fact, the story caused such a commotion around town that the, in the surrounding areas that outside newspapers and public magazines began picking up and running stories about it as well. The story was so fascinating that it even brought both Ivan T. Sanderson, biologist, cryptozoologist, writer, researcher, and Devin Bernard Hulmeas. Huvelmans. Um, I'm definitely, yeah, Huvelmans. Uh, zoologist, cryptozoologist, writer, researcher, uh, to Wisconsin to interview the 12 men for the April 1969 issue of uh, 
Argosy Magazine. After arriving in the great state of Wisconsin, Sanderson and Hovelmans. Hovelmans. I am having such a hard time with that. It's an interesting name. Alcohol is killing me today, brother. Uh, They quickly got to work interviewing the men. Uh, During the sit-down meetings, they ran through the standard questions that were used to eliminate any known native animals to the state. He then ran through questions that were used questions that were used to determine if the creature was possibly from another state that had migrated into Wisconsin. Kind of like we were talking about earlier, my concern for a mountain lion just being in my backyard uh-huh. for no fucking reason. Uh, so if this was the case, um, the scientifically known creature may have come across as unknown to those not familiar with it, but would most certainly be easily recognizable by a trained zoologist. But the men all agreed that what they witnessed was truly unique and unlike anything any of them had ever seen before. It was an unknown creature. When the interviewer with the men, when the interview with the men had concu- had concluded, they went about the second part of the in- investigation. They not only personally invested the marsh, but also gathered additional sightings of the creature from other residents in the area. Sightings that were originally unknown when the story first broke and became national news. Sightings that were kept quiet until the trained researchers started asking the right questions. I'm never going to be able to say this man's name. Wavelman's. That guy. uh, Reported that two other sightings of what was believed to be the same creature had occurred within the same vicinity of the original sighting in that same year. The first report came from a man known as Mr. Freeman. He had claimed to have witnessed the creature before October 19th while hunting in uh, Lebanon Swamp located... Lebanon. Lebanon? Lebanon? That is the country, but in the United States, it is pronounced Lebanon. Is it? Yeah. There's a Lebanon University. It's it's Lebanon, it's I believe. Lebanon to me. Yeah. Like, names of, like, a person work that way, where, like, if my name is Jacob and I go somewhere else Jacob. in the world, my name is not Jacob. My name is still Jacob. You just say Incorrect. it weird. Incorrect. It's, it's, it's not how this works. I'm pretty sure it's Lebanon. Obviously, when you go to any other country. If you're from the area, country. correct me if I'm wrong. If I need to be pronouncing Lebanon, Lebanon, I'm fine doing it. <laughs> I just, I, I'm sadly misinformed, apparently. Uh, so London. this is located in New London, Wisconsin, roughly 15 miles from Deltox Marsh which is where the original sightings happened. Well, I guess not original, but the ones that I had talked about before, because yes. this sighting technically occurred before. Uh, so he described the same man-like thing that was covered in dark hair and moved like an ape. He also stated that while he originally planned to shoot at it, he held off due to how man-like it was in appearance. Can I, can I say that, that that is something that you see over and over in these Bigfoot Like Sasquatch and Bigfoot Yeti. things where like hunters run into it and they go to take a shot. And like, that might be a fucking person. I don't think, I like, ethically, I cannot pull the cannot trigger. Cannot do it. Well, I mean, I'm glad that people are not conscious them, enough yeah. that they're not shooting. Like, that looks like a dude. I'm going to hold off. Because you know what I mean? Like, I think anything charging at me in the, well, the I don't forest, think, I'm going to shoot. It's not charging at them. It's trying to get away. It's running. Right. Yeah. It's if retreating. you're able to read the body language of a fucking animal and you got 12 people out there with you, everybody's carrying fire. Trying to circle it. You're, you're trying you're not to... being charged by a, like, it's not you and two people. You, all you have is a bow and you're being uh, charged by a fucking grizzly bear. Guy's going to kill us. It's a little different. I don't think they're bow hunting. This is 51. I don't, I don't think that was yeah, a big thing. Got muskets. Uh, I think, I think rifles at this point, but muskets. So the second report, uh, the second report came from Mr. And Mrs. Pencala. Uh, the couple stated that their sighting took place on December 1st, the day after the 12 hunters encountered the creature. 
Um, they claimed that while driving along a wooded area not far from the marsh, the creature ran out from the woods, crossed the road in front of the vehicle, and disappeared into the trees on the other side. Uh, Mr. Pinkala had to slam on the brakes to avoid hitting the thing head on. Both husband and wife stated that the creature they saw was large, covered in hair, and reminded them of a large gorilla. After completing their personal investigations, uh... Quavelmans. Thank you. Quavelmans and Sanderson got to work sorting it all out. Finally, after taking it into consideration, everything said by all 12 hunters, Mr. Freeman and the Pinkalas, Pinkalas? As well as reviewing all evidence collected from their own investigations in the marsh, they came to a conclusion. Both men agreed that the creature witnessed in Fremont, Wisconsin, had to be a genuine unknown hominid, or what they referred to as an ABSM, which was their shorthand for Abominable Snowman. That sounds kinky. (laughs) I'm into ABSM. Fuck you. They stated that it was highly unlikely that a human being would be so foolish to dress as an ape costume and head out into the woods knowing that it was deer season and that the area was full of hunters ready to come and take home a new trophy. An act such as this would be considered suicide and was considered a non-option. The scientists had also made it known that while many believed in the creature in the marsh, it was perhaps an escaped circus chimp. No circuses had reported an ape missing from their collections. Along with this, no zoos or science labs were missing giant apes either. So that theory was I mean, basically just a theory. So at that point, it, it has to be... Well, I mean, it's big. It Maybe it was standing on something. I don't, I don't really know. The, you know what I mean? It's, it, it appears to be an ape at this point. Correct. There's not anything reported missing. So unless you have a private collector who has one Illegally. that goes missing, which you're not going to report at this point, right. I don't... Ooh, we talked about this very recently when the laws were passed for that, and I think it was like mid twenties, maybe thirties. I Probably. think by fifty, you're already at the point where you have like licensing and like there's some stricter, yeah, things in there. I could be wrong on the date. I'll double check on that. Um. Okay. So not long after completing their investigations, four young men contacted uh, the researchers to report that a trail of some large unknown tracks had been discovered in the snow not far from Deltox Marsh. Excited that whatever made them could still be in the area, the two scientists raced out to the location. But soon after arriving, Quavelmans, who had a PhD in zoology and was known as the father of cryptozoology. What? We have our own father, Cryptid, thank you. And yeah, Sanderson, you can't take again, spot. who... Nobody's ever heard uh, of He you. termed the coin cryptozoology in 1940s. Really? Yeah. So then... He coined the term cryptozoology in the 1940s. Sanderson. Is he, like, God and... Lauren Coleman is Jesus of cryptozoology. I think Lauren Coleman is well. Okay, so they call him the father of cryptozoology, but we just call Lauren Coleman Father Cryptid, which is kind of like more like a Christmas, Christmas thing. Yeah, yeah. So it's a little bit different, but uh, so they were able to tell instantly that the tracks were faked and simply placed there as a prank uh, for the two investigators. The giveaway was the size and stride. Uh, as well as the location where the tracks started. Even though the tracks were large, the distance between the steps was not longer than that of their own strides. Plus, the tracks started alongside the blacktop road and went forward into the woods rather than originating from within them out. Uh, oh, almost okay. as if somebody had got out of a parked car and fucking just started walking, walking there, the did it, and was like, like really half-assed their prank and just fucking called them like, dude, we found these tracks! Look at these! That's the, that's the, the Wisconsin Yeti. Which is kind of out of place, but like they put Yeti in their title, so we put it yeah, in our podcast. Uh, <laughs> you know, 
by the second page of Google, I was already running into other podcasts about it and like merchandise that had Yetis on it. So I'm already out of research at the second page of Google. Like I said, season three is all about just playing stuff that has already happened. Just podcasts, videos, going to rewind and play those. And Oh, we didn't do a 2019 rewind, Connor. Rip. So that is my very long story. Again, that is from uh, Pine Barrens Institute, the Cryptid Profile, the Wisconsin Yeti, a.k.a. the Deltox Mon- Marsh Monster. Deltox Mar- Marsh Monster. That's a tongue twister. I like how you also fucked up the same part of that that it's I did. Har- it's a tongue twister. Uh, so like I said, there's a lot of different stories going way back, but um, there, there's some evidence that has come forth that I would like to share. Yes. The first man to scale Mount Everest was a man named Edmund Hillary. Not Edmund Haley, like the guy that Haley's has the comment. comment. Okay. Um, but he did find the scalp of a Yeti. The orangutan? Is that what you're talking about? No. Okay. Don't believe so. A scientist later determined that the helmet-shaped hide was actually that of a sero, a Himalayan animal similar to a goat. Oh, that's right. Okay. But wasn't there a hand with it, too? Uh, I don't know if that one specifically had a I hand. I saw one that was a scalp and a hand. Um, there, is, there was a, a finger that was found in Nepal. Claimed yeah, that to was be supposed a to be yeti. a yeti finger until they did DNA yeah. analysis on it. Do you have information about what it actually was, Connor? Uh, it was actually a human finger. Yes, it was a human finger. They theorized it was from a, a previous monk that a had lived corpse, in that yeah. monastery. Uh, yeah, so that didn't turn out. That's too bad. <laughs> That would have been an interesting find is just a Yeti It's just a finger. Human. Yeah, I mean, that'd be fucking cool. You find, like, have a finger. We have a Yeti finger. It's just a dude's hand. Yeah. What, are you, what are you fucking playing at, bro? You grab like, that dead guy's on. finger. <laughs> um, in 2007, Destination Truths host yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Josh Gates. He has a different show now, right? It's no longer idea. Destination Truth. I think it was like, oh, God damn it. Never mind. Continue. You look it up while yeah, I... Yeah, Josh continue. Gates, right? Josh Gates. He claimed he found three... Yeti prints in snow near a stream in the Himalayas. Uh, locals were specifically skeptical, suggesting that Gates had only been there for like a week uh, and that he probably just misinterpreted a bear track. Uh, nothing more was learned about the track kinda or the print. Kind of just ended there. But actually, um, his track and his picture, I, I believe I have a picture of this somewhere. Um, they showed up in a display at Walt Disney World. I saw that as well, yes. It was interesting. Um, so Josh Gates is of the Destination Truth uh, fame. Also, apparently, a show called Stranded on Sci-Fi. Okay. And then as well as the Travel Channel series uh, Expedition Unknown. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. And he also was the host of multiple live specials and guest investigator on the television series Ghost Hunters and Ghost Hunters International. Makes sense, I guess. So he's the dude that fucking flies all over the place to check out weird shit and make these shows. I used to fucking love these. I've not been able to really deal with it so much since I have been like an <laughs> adult. But like in, in my youth, this was my shit. I Correct. This. But like think about how cool of a fucking job that is. My job is I get to go and look for Mokele and Bembe. Yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. I literally man. like the travel channel is going to pay me to go to the Congo. Congo, send like a dozen plus I, people. I, I don't want to go to the Congo. I'm afraid I'm going to die, if I'm going to be honest with you. But they uh, send I wouldn't like... survive. It's, it's, I, I would be so sunburned. <laughs> Even be... through the trees, I would be we... melted. We would be crispy. But... Crispy. We'd be some crispy bitches. 
But they send like a whole team with you. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, like 100%. you're, you're not in the middle alone. of nowhere by yourself. Yeah. With the but only still, natives that you can't speak to. Like I'm sure there's translators. Got a translator and then like my team of dudes with me. A medic, six camera guys that don't know what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. Who who knows? Uh so I guess the abominable snowman situation. I had mentioned that the name I have an origin story in what is three paragraphs. Root of the red nosed reindeer. Had a very shiny nose. Uh, so the name Abominable Snowman was coined in 1921, the same year Lieutenant Colonel Charles Howard Burley led the 1921 British Mount Everest <clears throat> Reconnaissance Expedition, which he chronicled in Mount Everest, The Reconnaissance, in 1921. Wow, In the name. book, Howard Burley includes an account of crossing the... Lakapi at Lakapi La at uh, twenty one thousand feet, where he found footprints that he believed were probably caused by a large loping gray wolf, which was in the soft snow, formed double tracks rather than those of a barefooted man, rather like those of a barefooted man. He adds that the Sherpa guides at once volunteered that the tracks must have been made by the wild man of the snows, which they gave the name Meto Kangmi. Uh, Meto translates to man bear, and Kangmi translates to pig. Um, no, it translates to snowman. I looked so hard to find the Tibetan translation for pig so I could say man bear pig as the AKA for this episode. <laughs> I cannot fucking find it. And like, the only thing that pulls up is the spelling in Tibetan. I'm like, well, I can't fucking read that. How do you yeah, want to say yeah, this? Yeah. Like, what do you want me to do here? Oh, so if anybody's got that information for me, like a rough spelling in English for the translation of how to say that, I would love to be able to say man bear pig in Tibetan. That would be amazing. Uh, so confusion exists between Howard Burley's uh, recitation of the term m- uh, Meto Kangmi and the term used in Bill Tillman's book uh, Mount Everest 1938 where Tillman had used the words mech which does not match the Tibetan language but I did see that there is another word for man bear which is like Miche M-I-C-H-E which I thought was pronounced like that Miche but if he'd only ever heard it if he is spelling it mech like M-E-T-C-H like maybe like mech is like more of the pronunciation so like yeah to me that kind of seems like this is a a misspelling of that or also they are suggesting that it is a misspelling of uh meto m-e-t-o-h which is the same word it, like it's one letter off it's uh what is it m-e-t-c-h or m-e-t-o-h like it's either yeah, it's a typo or like him being like they only ever said this word and it sounds kind of like this so there was a guy who was like um this term can't can't have been used by them because the TCH is not something like a sound that, that in their dialect have, yeah. this does not exist. So it it's it's just I think it's just a spelling issue. Of I don't know if either if it's a typo or if it is him He's try, translating guessing his best of wrong. like this is yeah. how I would spell the fucking word that I heard them say. Right. So that those are the the thoughts on that. Um so the use of abominable snowman began when Henry Newman, a long time uh contributor to the statesman in Calcutta writing under the pen name Kim interviewed the porters of the Everest reconnaissance expedition on their return. Uh, Newman mistranslated the word uh, mitoch as filthy, uh, sub- subsequently terming abominable as the word. And then, so, so the one that I had said before, I joked that was meant pig, actually meant snowman. Um, the uh, kangmi means snowman. So abominable, which he, he translated the first word wrong which was like man bear snowman you know uh he translated the first one to filthy so filthy snowman he's called it abominable so 
that makes sense, I guess. As a uh, catchy name for it. Super catchy. Abominable I guess. I mean, snowman. it's nobody knows yeah. how to spell abominable. Whoa, he made it. Who is it? Nathaniel fucking made it. Dude, he always makes it just for just like, in fucking the time. End. No, no, we got a little bit going on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, for a few more hours, noon central time, buddy. It's fucking one twenty central time now, bro. We were actually like almost you on time. You gotta figure out your times. Let's see. What are you? Uh, you gotta be mountain time on lunch break, my dude. My dude, we here. I don't know what Jacob's talking about. Nathaniel is in chat. Hey, Nathan. Nathaniel wasn't gonna make it. He made Glad it briefly here. from lunch break. You're Glad, on lunch Glad break you made it, buddy. With enough time to vote. And fill out your poll. I mean, he'll he'll definitely be one to do the poll, whether he does it today or not. It's fine. <clears throat> yeah, he wants I'm to putting that on you now. Is live. Uh, yeah, what a what a guy. So that's where the name Abominable Snowman comes from. That's interesting. I've got a story here from the Russian government. Uh, okay. What year yeah. does this story from the Russian government? Pretty take recently, place? as in like in the last ten years, 2011. <laughs> okay. So. The Russian government took interest in the Yeti in 2011 and organized a conference of Bigfoot experts in Western Siberia. Bigfoot researcher and biologist John Bingernagel. Bindernagel? Uh, I like Bindernagel. Yeah, that's a good name. Bindernagel. Bindernagel. That's literally how it's spelled. I don't know. I like it. Uh, claimed that he saw evidence that the Yeti was not only... That the Yeti not only exists, but also builds nests and shelters out of tree branches, similar to what you find when you research Sasquatch and Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Um, the group made headlines around the world when they issued a statement that they had indisputable proof of the Yeti, and they were 95% sure it existed based on some gray hairs found in a clump moss in a cave. Uh, I found a little bit of hair in this cave, and I'm about 95% sure it is from a creature that we do not know for sure if it exists or not. This is clearly Yetis. Um, they've been impressed, but other scientists who participated in the same expedition concluded that the indisputable evidence was hoax. what is happening? (laughs) Is it going turbo? It must be almost empty. Just, oh my god. (laughs) Uh, Nathan, there is not a pull, but there is a challenge uh the the season two tournament there you go i reposted it john bindernagel is a legend i had didn't know we were about to find out more about john bindernagel um apparently he had hoaxed some shit though so nathan i don't know i don't, I don't know um a jeff meldrum a professor of anatomy and anthropologist at idaho state university endorsed the existence of height of uh, endorsed the in existence of Bigfoot, so that he expected the twisted tree branches had been faked. Not only was there evidence of tool cuts um, in the supposedly twisted branches, but also the trees were conveniently located off a well-traveled trail and hardly in a remote area. So they're just like walking down a trail yeah, and like, like kind of stepped off like one off. step and they're like, oh yeah, and then you do this thing. Although we twisted yeah. it. Mm. Um, I may have to look into it more, but... Uh, there, he also, Meldrum also concluded that the whole Russian expedition was more of a publicity stunt than a serious scientific endeavor, likely designed to increase tourism to the impoverished coal mining region. Despite the quasi-official claims of indisputable indisp- proof of the Yeti, nothing has come of the story since 2011. I don't know how much of this I'm wanting to talk about on the record, but did you hear about the recent, like, Russian government 
situation? Uh, the part where they turn like turned off the internet to the rest of the world? No, the part where like now they're gonna hand over like Okay, so we're gonna switch doing the way that things are done, so that way we can put power into this other guy. But like, yeah. if you've already been this, you can be this. So then it's just like a way for Putin to like continue to like rule everything. And I'm like, what do you fucking mean? And everybody in the Russian government just fucking resigned. Yeah, yeah, Same yeah. Day, Didn't he like, get a bunch of people nah, to like nah. take these positions and then yeah, just fucking, it's fucking resign? Absolutely ridiculous that this shit is happening like today. The fact that in 2020, this shit can just happen is fucking bananas. The, the world is It's fucking so unreal, dude. Up. Russia is an enigma. It's, oh my God. I like it. it it's, one, it's like, if we cut Florida off and just like pushed it off, this, in 10 years, the, it would be doing that same shit. Be like, this one guy is just ruling the whole thing being a dick. What's going on yeah, over here? Yeah, that Florida like, man over there. It, yeah, it's just ruled by Florida man. Like, it's some crazy shit. <laughs> Just run on the platform of Florida Man. The Florida Man cometh. <laughs> it's its own uh, political group. Uh, so I guess, on, are you done with that? Yeah. On the note of Russian stuff, we have that Russian video from the news thing in 2000, doing everything with my hands that I possibly can, 2000-something. Uh, finding in my notes where this video is from. I'm looking. I'm, sc- I'm scrolling. Oh, I found it. Okay. This is Russian. And I will pull it up. Sorry. Um, See, oh, sorry. Advertisement. Uh, uh, sorry. Sorry. Your, uh, not, apologies. Not I'm going to play this video, but I have to pee so bad. Yeah. Go. Just. Okay. Oh I'm going to just sit God, here and listen awful. to a woman speak in Russian and just nod. Here we go. Here's our Russian. You know exactly what? I'm just going to nod. I like the dude uh, d- doing the reenactment of like fucking jumping around like he's a monkey when he's like 90 years old. That's fun. So there's the video of what they had seen. I mean, it looks like a dude. That's the shape of a man. But this dude also looks like he has a picture of, like, a Yeti superimposed with a child and a surfboard in the background of this interview. Like, what the fuck is that? What is that picture in the background? And then he's got the Patterson-Gimlin stills right next to it, too. I don't know what the fuck I'm, like, listening to this man speak for when I can't understand what he's saying. But you know know what I mean here? Like, Mm. The the video is interesting for sure. Oh shit! Now it's gonna autoplay some shit. God damn it! Now I gotta move over to fucking. Uh, stop random. I don't know what that says, but it's probably something that we don't want to have up on the screen. But uh, that's where we're at. Hey, a couple a couple new people. Yeah, you know, I also need a translator. I definitely don't speak Russian. Uh, we were, we were just watching the the video briefly, and there was a a thing before in the video where they had seen a like Bigfoot, a a Yeti guy little thing uh it was there i had to pause it because it started auto playing some random oh, russian God. man speaking i'm so sorry yeah yeah uh what's up emu cat and uh Emu-cat. coaster workshop translator Discord. what's up guys i did the tournament thank you nathaniel appreciate you bud appreciate it man nathaniel we knew you would oh yeah no doubt about it oh yeah okay are we canadian all of a sudden what's up there i've been saying a boot a lot I'm so sorry. Stop. Just, just playing random re- ads now? Okay, so you'd seen the video, right? I had seen I've watched yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Interesting. I mean, compelling to say the least. I don't know. It was on the news. I don't know what qualifies as news in Russia because it seems, again, like I don't know what we're what just qualifies. talking about. Like, I don't even fucking know what's going on over there. But. I mean, technically, our podcast is news. I'm sorry. It's a very from loose a friend, definition. Maybe if we're taking like a like we're being sued for something standpoint, like perhaps. Like, I'm saying this right this now on news. air. 
This is a news broadcast. Uh, I think I think maybe like a reaction channel is the closest thing because of how bad our research is. But yeah, we're not. We're just not good. I, it's fine. It's fine. No big deal. We're, we have a small audience. It's doing well. Entertainers. Uh, yeah. The, uh, yeah, that. Uh, looking for another bit in my notes at which I am going to read. You know, I don't really have a whole lot. I got a couple other ones. So um, I'm going to grab this one here from March 6th, 1986. It was around 10 a.m. So this is from An Encounter in Northern India by Anthony B. Woldrich. Um, This is a bit from a book that I just told you, An Encounter in Northern India by Anthony B. Woldrich. I found it from BigfootEncounters.com. I will be linking to that BigfootEncounters.com website. Uh, So a quote from this. uh, I was surprised at around 3,300 meters altitude to come across an area where the snow had recently been disturbed. Strange tracks came up a steep gully on the right and then went from bush to bush in the wood. I was naturally curious to know what creature could be sharing the wood with me. But could think of no satisfactory explanation. I took two quick photographs of the tracks and pressed on, knowing that time was precious if I had to reach Hemkud before snow became too soft. Perhaps half an hour later, I was emerging above the tree line. There was suddenly there was a sudden bang, followed by a protracted rumbling that, although I could not see any signs of snow movement, my first, my first reaction was to suspect an avalanche. I have those pictures referenced in my notes. Uh, scroll down. Brother. There, those two right there that you just passed. Up. Oh, these two. Yeah, okay. that's that's okay. the tracks photos, right so there. Here. They're they're really small, so opening them full screen isn't really going to do anything. Yeah, zooming's the move. So you can see that there is tracks. Those look really close together to me. They do look quite like that. Looks like if I walk through the snow in some sort of S well, shape. Well, so here's the thing too: is I don't know the angle that that's at. That right. might be like really uphill. It does look like that, it that could make a difference. Now, now go over the other photo. This camera does look like it could be sideways. It was a really bad and small camera. The lens was pretty good, but it was like a 35 millimeter. Like he has info on, on exactly what it was. So there was some strange tracks he took a photo of. Uh, then he heard a noise and some other. There was a bang and then some noises. He assumed it was an avalanche. So by 1230, uh, I had reached about 3800 meters where my route left the. Uh, where my route left the comparative shelter of the cliffs and continued across an exposed steep snow slope. I became increasingly concerned about the stability of the snow and was soon dismayed and worried to see that a recent wet snow avalanche extended right across my intended route. I continued for a few hundred yards to get a better position to survey the damage and assess the risks of proceeding. While studying the track of the debris, I noticed a large, smooth groove in the loose snow, which might have been caused by a large rock sliding down, but the groove came to an abrupt end at the point where a set of tracks led off across the slope behind and beyond a spindly shrub. Standing behind the shrub was a large, erect shape, perhaps up to two meters tall, convinced that whatever it was... It would disappear quickly. I took several photos rapidly and then moved up about 50 meters nearer to a rocky outcropping, which I w- which was as close as I could get without venturing onto the broad, open snow slope, which had just avalanched. 
It was difficult to retain my excitement as I came to the realization that the only animal I could think of which remotely resembled the one before me was the Yeti. So if you, you see that photo right there, if you scroll down, there's one that's zoomed in. Yeah, right there on the right. So that's, that's what he sees. You see that shape right in the middle? It kind of looks like a dude. Kind of looks like a dude, but also could just be exposed rock or whatever that the other black stuff is. My skepticism about the creature's existence was overturned by this all-too-real creature then in view. I was standing with its... It was standing with its legs apart, apparently looking down at the slope. It had its right shoulder turned towards me. The head was large and squarish. 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 I just wanted to read it. Squarish. 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 And the whole body appeared to be covered in dark hair, although the upper arm was slightly lighter color. The creature was amazingly good at remaining motionless, although the brush vibrated once or twice, and I moved back down to lower ground. It appeared to have changed its head position and be looking more directly at me. I took a number of photographs from an estimated range of 150 meters, one of which I included in the report that we're looking at right now. At the time, I was on a unaware that no one had ever actually photographed a Yeti before, but I was aware that the pictures would be of great interest provided I got back safely. So he saw some footprints, took a photo, heard a noise, and then saw a shape that he thought was a Yeti. An important thing to note from this story is that he is already aware of what a Yeti is. Yeah, yeah. A Yeti's already a thing. So if you are like thinking like, God, what if I fucking see a Yeti out here? And then you see some weird footprints. Oh, that could be a Yeti, bruh. That could be a Yeti. And then you hear some weird noise and you go over the hill and you look down and like, that's a Yeti. There's a fucking Yeti at the bottom of this hill, guy. What do I do? You take some photos and you fucking turn around and go back because there's an avalanche ahead. You can't go forward. You just gotta get it. You just gotta go get it. So the photos he took of the Yeti are in fact that of a rock outcropping. God it does appear, Connor. Uh, it, it does slightly resemble a hominoid shape. I don't really blame him. If you go out there and you kind of start to convince yourself that and you want to see it and then you see this shape, it, it, it does appear that in the analysis they did determine that it was a rock outcropping. But he uh, describes like hair and shit. 100%, which you can't really, it's not defined in the photo. You're 150 right. meters away, bud. But why do it? Why even more do than it? A, that's a, more than a football field. You can't football see field hair half, from dude. there. It's a rock, bro. You want to see what you want to see. I I get that, yeah. That's so again, there was photo, there was allegedly like footprints near it that went right to it. I don't, I don't know. So the foot, the foot, the footprints that we looked at in the photographs before are genuine photographs of footprints. They're estimated to be around ten inches in length. Uh, I said it before. My my feet are bigger. Is it a rock person? What if it's a rock person? Golem. A rock lobster. A golem. A rock golem? Aren't, aren't golems made of clay? I don't know. I, I would assume there's rocks. They're, they're rock golems. Like an iron golem? You've played Minecraft? An iron golem? <sighs> I have, but I, I preferred the rock lobster it's joke. It's a stone that I golem, and it just stopped. What the fuck is going on in chat over here with all the Russian mail-order bride conversation? Yeah, what Nathaniel, did I miss over here, guys? Nathaniel's, uh, hmm, he is <laughs> running amok. Him and Emu Cat. Blind rock Y'all getting Yeti. fucking crazy. I've, I've seen it on a football field. What? What am I missing yeah, in this whoa, fucking chat? The slide rock Yeti? You can see hair from 50 yards away. What are you smoking? You know exactly what we were smoking, Nathaniel. <coughs> oh, you can see across the football field. How far is hair. But it's a football field and a half, man. Is it 150 meters? Well, I guess that's yards technically on a football field, which are meters slightly larger than a yard. 3.3, I think. 
3.3 to 3 feet? A, me- a yard is exactly 3. I think 3.3 is a meter. Oh, no, 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 no. A meter is 1, and a yard is 1.09361. So a meter, a yard is longer than a meter. Really? Well, no, 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 I lied. One God. meter is equivalent to 1.936 yards. Can you just, can you do it to feet? I think it's 3 to 3.3. 3. 3 feet is a yard, 3.3 <laughs> is a meter. I just closed it. <laughs> I literally searched it, then went to open a new one, just close. How long? No, 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 I got it, 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 I got it. What's the other uh, yard to feet? Oh, God damn it, I typed in meter to yard and not feet. Okay, meter to feet is... 3.28 one... feet yes, is a, a meter. A meter is, is 0.28 inches longer than a yard. We were correct. So it is further than one and a half football fields. Slightly. Regulation. All, side note, did you know that there is no definitive size for what the outfield for a baseball field has to be? That's so strange. Of all of them that exist, not two are identical in size. How does that even make sense? Because baseball sucks. Correct. I, I actually, will say it here and I now on a public forum. Fuck baseball. Jesus Christ, I hate baseball. How long does a game last? Four hours? You know what the average <laughs> fucking time of length of real gameplay in a game of baseball that lasts four hours Eight minutes. is? Nine minutes, Connor. It's nine minutes. Nine minutes of action happens within four hours, and you're telling me you're going to go to that goddamn game? Hopefully the, the audience that we were broadcasting to is... I feel like we're talking to a lot of nerds. I don't think anybody's yeah, yeah, really exactly. back in baseball here. So Hopefully nobody's I, I, about It's baseball. whatever, and I don't think anybody's going to get that bit out of shape. Like, if you like baseball, it's, it's all you. But I, you can like whatever the fuck you want to like, and that's fine. If you like baseball, that's fine. I'm just saying baseball's bullshit. If you like meters, that's fine. If you like feet, that's also fine. Yards, acceptable. Kilograms is not. No. <laughs> no, that's fine. I don't care. We do grams here. Oh, yeah, it's just geez. we do grams here. <laughs> okay, so yeah, this is where in my notes I had like, okay, let's go outside and measure our feet in the snow. <laughs> but like, yeah. So again, with Stop. with this, I think, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, this is also where I had the Indian Army thing in the Twitter post for that. Mm-hmm. So the the photo is allegedly after being analyzed of the what is the yeti is thought to have been an outcropping and not actually that of a creature or hominid in any capacity. The footprints did exist, appear to be around uh, ten inches. Again, I don't know if the foot is roughly an inch smaller, nine inches. Ah, goddamn it! Now I have to do this tree bear thing, don't I? Not that tree bear. Oh, I was gonna say a different what? tree bear. Yes. Okay. I have in my notes, it's the tree bear thing from Wikipedia. So in 1983, Himalayan conservationist Daniel C. Taylor and Himalayan natural historian Robert L. Fleming Jr. led a Yeti expedition into Nepal's uh, Baran Valley, suggested by discovery in Baram in 1972 of footprints alleged to be a Yeti by uh, Croman and McNeely. The Taylor-Fleming expedition also documented similar Yeti-like footprints, hominoids appearing... Hominid appearing with both a hallux and bipedal gite. I'm I'm reading. Uh, intrig- intriguing large nests of trees and vivid reports of local vig- villagers of two bears. Two bears. Rugaba. Tree bear, uh, small reclusive weighing around 150 pounds and 
uh, ground bear, aggressive, weighing around 400 pounds. Further interviews across Nepal gave evidence of local belief in two different bears. The skulls were collected. These were compared to known skulls in the Smithsonian Institute, American Museum of Natural History, and British Museum, and confirmed identification of a single species. The ascetic black bear, ascetic, uh, showing no uh, morphological differences between tree bear and ground bear. This being an intriguing skull in the British Museum... Uh, in the British Museum of a Tree Bear collected in 1869. Uh, in 18, 1983, Barn Valley discoveries prompted three years of research of the tree bear possibility by Taylor Fleming, John Craighead, and uh, another person whose name I can't read. From the research, um, the conclusion was that the black bear, when around two years old, spends much of its time in trees to avoid attack of larger male bears on the ground, i.e. ground bears. During the tree period that lasts that may last up to two years, the young bears train with their inner claws outward, allowing an opposable grip. The imprints in the snow of the hind paws coming over the front paws that appear to have a helix, especially the bear is going when the bear is going slightly uphill, so the hind paw prints extend the over paw prints backwards, making the hominid appearing track both in that it is elongated like a human footprint but has a thumb, and that in that the four-footed animals now appear bipedal. This Yeti discovery, in the words of the National Geographic magazine editor Bill Garrett, by on-site researchers, sweeps away much of the smoke and mirrors that give us the unbelievable Yeti. So the footprints of this bear, when it is between the ages of two and four, it spends most of its life in trees to avoid adult males killing it. Because that is the thing that bears do. You are not Crazy. my kid. I'm going to kill you. That's, that's the thing that bears do. Like, it's fucking, it's intense. And as cute as fucking small bears are, it is sad to watch. It's like lions. When a new male lion comes in and takes over a pack, he guts the fucking babies. That shit is rough to watch because they look like they're fucking that. stoked. They're like, "Yeah, dude, you're fucking playing with me." You're like, my dad. You know what I mean? Like the little ones just look like kind of like a little like a big house cat. And you're like, "God, it's so cute." And yeah. then it gets gutted, and you're like, "Oh, oh, nature sucks." Yeah, damn nature, you scary. It's, it's rough. It's rough out there for about everything and a lot of other people. But yeah, so it the way it walks is with it trains with like its paws in a weird way. And then it, when it's going slightly uphill, its back feet reach the same spot that its front feet did. Oh, okay. So partially. So it appears like it's extended. Even longer like, than it like really is. Back foot, front foot is like this. So then it's like, okay, it's longer than it should be. And you have that thumb from the paw being in that weird positioning. You would think that you would still get deeper indentations from where they kind of roll through their foot. I think because it's two feet, it appears that there is that ind- indentation is what it is okay. saying. That word that I am pronouncing very incorrectly because I am not a scientist, zoologist, or, you know, person of intelligence yes, we whatsoever. we are, Jacob. We're uh, Scientologists. Yeah, exactly. It's pronounced like gate. Yeah, I don't, I don't know fucking words, bro. Anyway. Baseball is about hot dogs and beer. I've been to baseball games and had a good time. I cannot... Like, but I had a good time because I was at the game. I had a I good time like, I'm not gonna, for a short period of time. I'm not gonna like watch a game on TV hours. and be yeah. like, "This is fucking fun." Yeah, this is this is a good time. I could see maybe background noise, but really, I'm not gonna look at it. <laughs> yeah, if it's something that's on, I just yeah, I don't know. 
Uh, I've got some pictures of bears here. Okay, yeah, let's look at some bears. Native to the Himalayan area. Oh my god, you ever seen that video of a baboon eating a baby gazelle alive? No, no. fucking thank you, Nathaniel. Jesus Christ. You can post that in the Discord though if you uh, want. Maybe a trigger warning first though. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> nope, don't want. All right, to some either. bear photos. Uh, so the one on the left here is the Tibetan blue bear. Yes. Um, it's kind of got longer hair than this Himalayan brown bear. But they're the both... Himalayan brown bear is pretty rare from my understanding yes. as well. Um, but they're both like said to be in the region? In the region and often misinterpreted as Yeti. Okay. Like like you were saying, like their their feet. Well, and both both of these images that we're looking at, they are upright. Hanging out like bipedally. They are both upright, yes. But I don't think they they really walk that way. I mean they're they're able to do so, but it's not like they do it the often. The primary means of like, I'm going to run away now. I'm going to do it bipedally. Yeah. Just no, like, if you're trying to get away, those things are getting down on all fours. And Hussein Bolt out of there. Just. Oh, oh, oh. Can we fucking get a rim shot on the soundboard, please? Uh, maybe. I do have a soundboard. No, I don't. <laughs> oh, look up sun bears. I've seen sun bears before. Sun bears? Uh, there's one in the Henry Julia Zoo that I went to you. I was there with you last time I was there. Yeah, that was like the day after my wedding. Uh, Me and my wife convinced you to bring your kid to the zoo. Get my kid. This is terrifying. That is not real. This is not real. That can't be real. This is terrifying. Do they really look like that? I have not seen one standing up. That looks not real. I'm scared of that. He says they look derpy as fuck. This might be what they actually look like. What the fuck? Look at this guy. Uh, but, but really though, like his face kind of is like orangutan vibe, but also all I'm seeing off of it is like a college mascot logo. Look at this one. (laughs) What the fuck? Why do they look so odd? They're weird looking, man. Yeah. That's interesting. Are they from where are they from? Sun bears? Oh, just punch something. Uh, Southeast Asia. Oh, Malayan, Malayanus? Southeast I mean. Asia, not, not near, not Thailand, Malaysia. Oh well, I mean that bit's India right there, right? So this is Malaysia. We we're talking about Malaysia earlier. This yeah. is a throwback to earlier, to uh, when I was incorrect <laughs> to, about to things. the bears that you were talking about earlier, not knowing uh, that they were bears or in Malaysia. Uh, These are not <laughs> bears. That's them. Yes, they're telling us it's real in chat, you guys. That's really what they look like. That's fucked. That's crazy. <laughs> It looks like somebody photoshopped the head and just made it like twice the size it originally was. I believe Asia. Yeah, see, <laughs> fucking Nathaniel just knows everything. I don't know why this guy doesn't just do yeah. our podcast for us. It's fucking ridiculous Correct. every time. Just 100% more on top of things than we are. I've had too much to drink. I got to tell you that much right now. Do, do you have any more stories, evidence, photos? Anything of uh, the like? Let me, let me real quick review my notes. I know that there is um, a brief quote that I wanted to include. I think I have read this. I'm sorry. No, okay, you. hang on. Um, I read this because that's where Abominable Snowman came from, right? Yes, you read about that. This is a different thing. Oh. So this is an article called The Yeti, Asia's Abominable Snowman by Benjamin Radford from Live Science Contributor, uh, or who is a live science contributor. So this is from LiveScience.com. Uh, this is on November 28, 2017. Link to this in the description. Uh, in 2013, Oxford geneticist Brian Sykes put out a call to the Yeti believers and institutions around the world to claiming to have a piece of Yeti hair, teeth, or tissues taken from a sighting. He received 50... So he, he's like, hey, give me your shit. I'll yeah, test yeah, it. Yeah. 
57 samples came in, 37 of which were chosen to do DNA testing. According to the University College of London, UCL, the samples were compared with genomes of other animals stored on the database and published DNA sequences. Most of the samples turned out to be from well-known animals such as cows, horses, bears. Uh, however, Sykes found that two of the samples, one from uh, Bhutan and another from India, were 100% matches for the jawbone of a Pleistocene polar bear that lived sometime between 40,000 and 120,000 years ago, a period of time when the polar bear and closely related brown bear were separating as a species, according to the BBC. Sykes thought that the sample was probably a hybrid of a polar bear and a brown bear. However, two other scientists conducted a reanalysis of the same data and said that the sample actually belonged to a Himalayan brown bear, uh, a, a rare species of the brown bear. Uh, the study results were published in Royal Society Journal uh, Proceedings of Royal Society B. Another team of researchers... Uh, also analyzed the same DNA included that there's no reason for Sykes to have uh, come to the conclusion of, about it not being anything but an ordinary brown bear. Uh, time and time again, DNA tests and hairs turned out to just be that of a bear. Yeah. And again, the finger was a human finger and, and that kind of thing. Um, there were some plaster evidence. casts. I have a photo at the very bottom of my notes of some of those. I'll include that in the description. I mean, people are getting cast, but like prints in snow are just sketchy. No and well, matter if you're what. telling me too that like there's bears in the area that uh -huh. when they are between these two ages, they walk with their front paw really weird and their back paw lines up with where the front paw is and it looks like a human paw print. Like that's it. That's the footprint right there. You know what I mean? Unless until you have a fucking body or something. Yeah. If you're getting DNA analysis, that's straight up. Like, unless I'm missing something huge here, which again, I said at the beginning, this is the year of hindsight. We're gonna do every single episode where we yeah. get done, and then be like, oh yeah, we missed this giant glare. Next thing. episode, but, on yeah, Counting exactly. Cryptids. Like uh, the the actual information from last episode that we missed. Uh, exactly. One of those things. And I did have this quote here I wanted to include from uh, Shiva Dakal, author of Folk Tales from Sherpa and Yeti. Uh, Perhaps folk tales of Yeti were used as a warning, or likely for. Uh, morality. So kids wouldn't wander off and they would always be close and safe to their communities. So it's, it's our fucking boogeyman yeah, yeah, that yeah. we have every single time where it's just a story that locals tell to the fucking kids to keep them in at night, to keep them from wandering a little bit too far, just so that way when next time they're out fucking doing something and they're thinking about going a little bit further than they've gone before, they're like, well... Maybe the Yeti's out here. Maybe yeah. I won't do that today. I might or, get it. You know, yeah, that kind of thing. Just to keep you coming back which is something that we end up coming to fucking half the time like yeah. almost every single yeah. episode like the, the the boogeyman argument comes up should we talk about gigantopithecus i <laughs> in my notes i have gigantopithecus is a thing we need to talk about i guess yes and then the should. only thing i had on there was uh generally now by scientists they are considered to have been quadrupeds typically instead of bipedal that was the only bit I grabbed. I assumed that you would be getting more than I did. Mm, your was assumptions that a mistake? may have been incorrect. Mm. Josh Gates found a print. We talked about the three prints that Josh Gates found, but everybody seemed to think he was full of shit, and correct. the only place they were on display is Walt Disney World. Yeah, that's. I don't know about that. Uh, I did uh, pull up the Wikipedia. Pull that up here. Um, of Gigantopithecus? Gigantopithecus. 
apparently it was found like with a like by a tooth doesn't show any pictures i wanted a picture yeah, damn yeah, it. yeah it was like uh, a weird thing like somebody recognized that the tooth was weird in like a fucking like almost like a pawn shop or yeah, something, yeah it was like I a think. gas station and, yeah it was like deal. some little place just like had it for sale and this guy's like what is this and I'm like oh yeah it's just like a tooth that's the biggest goddamn tooth I've ever seen. Yeah, and the person, whoever it was, recognized that it was... So, like, like this silhouette right here with the trees in the background on the left... This one here? Yeah, that one there looks like from that Russian that news video. Like, that looks like the silhouette of the thing from the Russian video that we just okay. watched a moment ago. Prehistoricwildlife.com. So, the, uh, yeah, Gigantopithecus. So, Nathaniel's telling me the only thing they have is the jawbones. So, that, that jawbones that were on the yeah, Wikipedia page, right here. that's what they have of the Gigantopithecus. Yes, right there. So, that's what that dude found. Interesting. Teeth are really effed up. It could use some braces. Look at these guys. Yeah, I don't really know what a top view of my my teeth looks like. I don't though. think I so want to I don't. Know. I don't really want to. Like, I had braces, but I never wore my retainers, uh-huh. so uh, my uh-huh. teeth are still kind of fucked. But it's large. It's a very large creature. Yeah, but you can tell the size based on like the size of the teeth. It's like, oh fuck, this dude was big. So nine feet, nine point eight feet, weighing as much as four hundred. 540 that's, to 600 kilograms. So that's about the size that we're talking to, right? There's the large, oh, yeah, 10 like foot standing plus. up to 9 feet and everything that we're reading here generally is like it was about 8 feet tall. Yeah. I mean again, I think one place is off 15 feet, but I didn't include anything from that one, but like Here, let me read something about the right off the wiki. First Gigantopithecus remains described by anthropologists um were found in 1935 by Ralph von Konigswald in an apothecary shop. So he's looking through like, you know, ground up herbs and shit. Like that's what an apothecary is. I believe it's like a person, um, apothecary, a person who prepares and sold medicines and drugs. Yeah. 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 And sold medicines. Okay. Drug shop. Yeah. So this Um, is, but this is like in Asia or India in some capacities. So it's medicine. Okay. Okay. Um, so uh, the beginning of the movie Gremlins, where he gets the Mogwai, that shop that he's in is likely an apothecary. Is that what we're saying? I think so. Yeah, that's probably racist of me to assume. No, but uh, um, apparently fossilized teeth and bones are often ground into powder used in some branches of traditional Chinese medicine. Uh, and magic sorts of things. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've seen uh, it's like chats keeping like two steps ahead of us as general here. God damn it, Nathaniel, go back to work. No, there wasn't Nathaniel. Also, it was uh, oh, wow. it was uh, Coastal Workshop, who is somebody else on Discord. Lost something. Just fucking said it too. God damn it. Glad to see it. Lost Lord. Yes, he's new. He's fresh. Thank you. Yeah. So that's it. An yeah, interesting... A little bit. I mean, it's it's about the size, but like, when did this go extinct? Existed two million years. As recently as, as 100,000 years ago. Homo erectus, early <sighs> so humans. So, yeah, that's a, do we have, like, a location, like, where this thing roughly lived on this page? Um, in the same time frame and geolo- geographical location as several hominin species. So where it kind of grew up alongside of humans. Some species of humans. Yes. Uh, it doesn't really say an exact species. I think it's like more like it was a lots of places because a lot of people that look into Bigfoot also point to the Gigantopithecus. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. So I, maybe part of that too is just like with just having like this jawbone kind of thing. Like we definitely know Asia, um, but I think that's kind of generalized it. The genus has lived in Asia and probably inhabited bamboo forests since the fossils are often found alongside those of ancestors of the giant panda. So that that's the generalized region uh, typically it seems like. So. Yeah, I don't know, man. 
It's it's hey, odd. Gotta say, you guys are awesome. Hey, you're awesome. Let's flip you're that awesome. Keanu Reeves reverse card on you there, buddy. Uh, I used that meme on my brother this morning. Red-haired giants from New Zealand. We've talked about that a couple of times, and I may or may not be one of them. Jacob is probably one of them. <laughs> yes, Eastern medical practices, and yes, gremlins equals apothecary. Thank you. That's all I needed was verification on that one thing, Nathaniel. Yeah, so the, them. this kind of comes back to a lot of the same things that we end up with a lot of times. Would, uh, did it exist at one point in time? Is this like a surviving relative of Gigantopithecus in some capacity? Like what? How? How would it have survived for an additional hundred thousand years unknown with at such small populations? No bodies. We have teeth of the Gigantopithecus. From my understanding, there's not a skeleton, right? Yeah, no, no. As far as I know, the only thing I know of is the teeth and the the jaw, partial jaw. There is no skull. So they've done like it appears that they've done recreations of it, but I don't know if where they're getting that information. I'm trying to do this on the fly, and I don't really have enough time to dig into this much deeper uh, than we have on face value here. And you know, but it's interesting to say the least. Uh, if they're getting seen, it's one of those things. I think we talked about a number of times. The I think it was called the Bondo ape was something that they like. There was natives that were claiming it was a thing, and they just they referred to it. They're like, oh yeah, it's like the the Bigfoot of the area. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like that thing. But then they just like found like another species of great ape that just like is ground dwelling that just fucking hangs out and like oh these are here and they're like yeah that's what we've been telling you these things yeah, this is what this is and like what do you fucking mean fucking we normal. thought you were joking and you're like bruh they're just here just didn't believe us because we're native people that live in huts random shit that you fucking hear on jre correct actually yeah so uh okay yeah, yeah uh billy apes or bondo mystery apes are large chimpanzees that inhabits the billy forest in the democratic republic of the congo the apes nest on the ground like gorillas but have a diet and uh features characteristic that of a chimpanzee i believe yeah. like 20 2007 2012 swiss photographer first visit in the region 96 looking for gorillas because of stuff 2000 2001 after a five-year-long civil war ended in 2003, it was easier for scientists could, to conduct field research in the Congo. The first scientist to see the Billy Apes and also recruited by somebody, a specialist in primate behavior. Yeah, uh, it, it appears like 2003 is when they're finally like, yes, this is a thing. Actual thing. Confirmed. This, this thing exists. But also at the same time, on the other end of the spectrum, lots of things are going extinct Every day, every year. I'm not saying that this oh, particularly damn. is one of the things that is going extinct, but well, it's, there so are things. The, the part of that, too, is like, okay, so it has lived for 100,000 years past the point where we assume that it was extinct because the only thing we're finding is a jawbone that we can date around that time. Yeah. No bodies, no other skeletons, no, you know what I mean? Unless this thing is like so fucking similar to a bear for some reason. Yeah. That it's just coming back as like, yeah, it's a bear. Um, okay, what if they bury their dead so they're intelligent enough to do so? Mm. I mean, that is that is a valid argument, yeah. If they evolved alongside humans, human hominids, could they have they learned that have behavior? Learned yeah, that's behavior uh, such that's as that. pretty that's pretty good thought. That that does explain the the lack of bodies and if you're, you know what I mean, like okay, halfway up the fucking Mount Everest, you know what I mean? You're halfway up a mountain. You're not going to stop and like dig. To be like, oh, what's this little pile here? You'd be like, oh, somebody fucking died here. I'm going to move on. But also, like, 
a lot of those are very rocky places where it's there's not, not like exactly... a lot of ground to to bury. Right, in. Yeah. There's a lot of snow that just I think is perpetually there that doesn't melt. Ice caps and stuff, yeah. But I mean you're gonna you're using tools to do so. Uh one thing I wanted to mention real quick, the name roughly translates into Rocky Bear Yeti. Really? Yeah. I had it as a Sherpa word for wild man. Yeti. But obviously I didn't translate it myself. Oh, I didn't either. So that was what, what, the a, internet what a says. thing on the internet told me. So uh as as with everything that we have talked about since since forever. Take this it with a grain yeah. or a gallon of salt, which is not a way of measuring salt, but you understand what I'm saying. Don't expect to get all the information from us because we don't know either. We're we're <laughs> that's the thing. I think everybody knows by now. We're just two fucking guys yeah. who are like looking at the internet. I don't think anybody's expecting like a groundbreaking bit of information other than what came out of the Montauk Monster episode. <laughs> like, I think that was the one instance where like my tinfoil hat got the best of me. Anything, I don't know. Anything else to talk about about the Yeti? I think that's about it on the Yeti, man. I mean, we've we've been here talking for about two hours now. uh, I didn't talk about the sounds they make, and Nathaniel's bringing up vocalization noises. Like if you listen to those, they do um, like whistles and growling noises. That appears as the thing. Vocalization recordings of supposed Bigfoots. We didn't really talk too much about Bigfoot. I think that's going to have to be a separate episode. Yeah, because separate season. We did mention at the beginning, like Bigfoot is to Yeti as... Like a polar bear is to a brown bear. Is to a brown bear. So again, within like maybe the same genus or something, but not the same species. So Regional I think, variants, I think a perhaps. Bigfoot like Sasquatch episode is going to have to be its own thing. Um, I mean, maybe we can milk it into like five different episodes just to to make sure that we can, you know, continue to have content to, for years to come yeah. or whatever the fuck the deal is. We'll just get Gordo uh, on and he'll talk about big feet for oh jesus christ yeah say we'll have to get that figured out this season too i know we've uh talked to him about yes uh, getting on the podcast and we'll uh we'll make that happen soon hopefully i uh i was thinking the other day also uh yesterday when i was doing my research Mm -hmm. because people do like um like they just like paint or like do whatever where they just like throw it up on live stream and just do like just chatting i could just throw up like my screen while I'm doing research and just fucking chat with people on like a live stream. Like I really thought about doing that yesterday, but I don't have like a camera. So like I considered it. I know like a couple of people would hang out. I hundred percent think about this almost every time we release an episode. If like I was to like, even if you couldn't hear what I was editing, but like while I was editing, just hanging out, like people, people would watch it. I think. Yeah. Think? Like, and you I know, know there's cause then you can have a conversation with you as well. And, a few people in here. Yeah, so. I, don't, I don't know. Like, I, I think the people that are in here now, like Nathaniel and uh, uh, Emu I haven't Cat. Seen, I haven't seen Christopher in chat in a minute, but you know, he was here right, he a fucking, here, right away. Sure Emu Cat and uh, uh, Lost Lord, I believe, was uh, the Discord name of Coaster here. The, yeah, you know what I mean? Some of these people who are who are just active in chat all the time. Like, yeah, I think they'd come hang out just, just to come hang out. I think there's a lot of people. You know, Sean would be there too if he's not yeah, doing th- anything. Yeah, I think the more like, you stream, obviously, the like the availability is there. So right. that was that was just a thought that I had yesterday. Like, I mean, the availability is there. Or like, cool. Like, even if we're just fucking playing games, like we can throw it up on stream. I don't 100%. know if anybody's fucking interested in just like watching <laughs> fucking us play hanging video out with games us, and but be like, shitty. Uh, definitely, definitely available because that's what we do in our free time is play video games with each other. So honestly, I spent more time playing video games than I did it. 
doing anything else. I gotta say, January was fucking rad. As much as I love doing the podcast, it was so nice to have a little bit of time to just, like, not have to worry about doing research and, like, oh, yeah, I need to make sure that graphic's done. I need to make sure I have that description done. Just, like, 100%. I just need to take a breath for a little bit. Work's been fucking pissing me off, and it's been stressful, and it's been nice. Like, I got another guy who is now full-time doing the same thing that I do. Yeah. So... Now I like I everything is not on me. I have somebody else helping me with my inbox, and it's fucking phenomenal. It's great. Yeah, I recently took a a job as a assistant manager from just a baker, and I. Well, you're you're stuck with responsibility because now you're like stuck. Like, cool. I guess I'll go to work because nobody else is there now. Hundred percent. That was a that was that. Anyway, CO two canister in there, buddy. I'm pressurizing fire. the fucking mead. Um, that is now just foam. <laughs> it is. It is all head. It, it is all head. It's just foam. Yeah. So every once in a while, like I get, I get a phone call from work or from some kid at work, like, "Hey, like, what am I supposed to do?" It doesn't happen often, but you're just the guy who there. has to pick up that yeah, slack so i gotta pick up the uh, phone. On, on a whim you have to pick up the phone and go into work and and fix that problem or yeah. pick up that shift or cover those hours or whatever it is because now you have that responsibility as part of your job description yeah it's so unfortunate. yeah that, that's just rough um <laughs> definitely, understandable definitely i do um but we have the podcast i do we do we do have a review two we have two a Facebook one that you sent to me because oh, the homeboy man. liked Knock Loose, and I said, "Yes, a man of culture." That was a minute ago. That was the beginning because, of our break. It's because we've been gone for a month. Is that? It's almost been two months, like a month and 8 a half. PM. Where the fuck are you at, dude? Emu cat. What is your location? Uh, UK. Ah. Uh, are you in the UK? Six. Are you in? Uh, no, 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 no. That's got to be uh, GMT. Are you in uh, Ireland? I need I need this information. <laughs> we can't just sit here in silence waiting for an answer Sorry, for chat. It's gonna take five minutes for somebody to even hear. What so uh, you got you got the Facebook? I got the uh, Facebook review? one here. Yeah, yeah, hit it. Uh this is from Jessiv on Facebook. He recommends the podcast. Thank you, Jessiv. Sorry, sorry if that's not how you pronounce your name. Jessive. Jessive. <laughs> uh County Cryptids is a super solid podcast. My girlfriend and I found you guys by accident and could not be happier with our discovery. I've recommended you guys to several of my coworkers as well. You guys are okay. fucking legends, honestly. Also, I love the Knocked Loose reference in the Insectoids episode. Knocked Thank Loose you. is a, a, a metal band that I'm a big fan of. I've heard the, uh, they the, just recently the songs. new album come out in the last couple of months. That was a fucking hard as shit. I love it. Okay, uh, Emu Cat is UK, by the way. Hello, Emu Cat. Bigfoot, oh, British Bigfoot Research, England. Oh, wow. Holy shit. Wow. What it, why are you yeah, doing this Why podcast? are you one of the 10 people viewing this right now when <laughs> Connor and I are two of them? Nathaniel and <laughs> Emucat are now doing a podcast in uh, place that of is, us. Yeah, just you can take our name and branding. That's fine. Um, uh, yeah, no, the, thank you for the recommendation and the review. Uh, appreciate appreciate it. it. I am I'm very big on uh, that as well. I've been considering uh, setting up like a music, like a Spotify playlist type deal. Something, well, either that or like even just something uh, within the Discord, just to like post like videos for specific songs and like recommendations for stuff and things. Like, I don't know how many other people are like uh, into that thing, but like that's like 
that's like my life is is that do it do like it. i'm There's... a failed musician from a metal band like that's 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 you know what i mean that's just like i breathe that shit i don't know that's what you just, mean that's Jacob. my life bro like, i've never been in a metal <laughs> band that has failed definitely <clears throat> definitely not uh so you know what i mean like it's is that thing um uh i guess i'm gonna i, I don't know my my tastes are kind of all over the place a little bit so like knock loose is like classically like hardcore but yeah, like yeah. uh like like metalcore is is very good for me and like melodic hardcore I'm, i've drifted I'm, I'm, uh, from that but a very wide array of uh loud stuff but am still um what i refer to as um elitist in my <laughs> my preferences for music so uh i'm kind of a dick but i've been really into polaris lately they've released some new stuff that's been fucking phenomenal uh and i just found ooh i fixed guitars i played guitar for a very long time that's cool I have a, a very nice Schecter guitar I can uh, send you a picture of. Um, so the uh, um, also I so so about YouTube in general with the ads, they annoy me a lot. I use YouTube like primarily as my like this is where I get stuff because it's easy to like this is the exact song I want to listen to yeah, now. Yeah, you don't have this to... is the exact video I want to watch. I can see things that are related to those things. And and go from there, or like this is all of the music that generally I listen to, and it will put that into a playlist for me. Right. So it, it's it is convenient from some capacities. The ad situation is a catastrophe. Having two ads before a video, two ads after a video, and then two ads before the next video that play, I gotta listen to four ads in a row for a two minute song. Bullshit. Sucks. Bullshit algorithm. Bullshit. However, brought to you by YouTube Live. However, I will say sometimes that shit comes in clutch. A lot of times, the ads are bullshit, and I fucking hate it, and they don't mean anything to me. But every once in a while, there'll be like a music video. I never get or those. Something. So like, I'll, I'll get those. That's probably because you don't listen to fucking music. You, yeah, yeah. I, I if I'm listening to music for fucking eight hours a day for fucking weeks on end, you know, like that's where I'm going to get that shit. So there's this, uh, this band out of Germany called Rising Insane that I just found because of an ad, because of the record label that they're on pays for fucking to do an ad for that music video on their fucking YouTube. However, it's bullshit. You want to know why? Because you can't follow it. It doesn't say the name of the track. It doesn't say the name of the band in the video. It doesn't say that anywhere in the ad information. It only gives you information to go to that record label. So I can only find bands on that record label. They make me fucking dig to find it. They did a real bad job. Whoever's in charge of their marketing did a fucking bad job. Don't advertise on it. But I dug for it because I liked the song. The summary is the name of the song. YouTube. The Rising Insane. Rising Insane, the summary. I like the song. The 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 singing chorus is fucking fire. I love it. I but like that's that's the thing. Like I found that song because of an ad. Uh, I, I don't want to be on record saying this because I am not a fan of motionless and white, but a and, and the same situation. An ad came up where for a motionless and white song and I was like just, I had my phone now. going and I was like listening to it was like damn I kind of like the song and I flipped it over as motionless and white like fuck now I feel like bad that I enjoyed this song because I'm an asshole and elitist or whatever you want to call me that's fine <laughs> but I would have never considered that had I not received that ad so I don't know man sometimes sometimes they're not terrible very often I feel like most of the time I am triggered to the point where I'm considering uninstalling the app however if I get I one more Bernie Sanders advertisement on YouTube. Dude, I'm so goddamn tired of political advertisements. It. To be fair, I have not received a lot in the way of Bernie. Mostly, oh. um, for a very long time, it was all Andrew Yang. That was all I was getting was Andrew Yang months ago. But now, then it was um, Pete uh, Budacic. I think is how okay. you say his last yeah. name. I was getting him Greg. for a very long time. Is it Greg or is it Pete? It's Pete. 
Because that, sure. that, his advertisement stuff is all Pete. P-E-T-E. Pete to Budacic. That's who it is. Um, I can't remember Homeboy's name. Term limits guy. Uh, Andrew Masiago. That's not who Masiago, I'm going you for. Fuck right off. Oh shit. Uh, what was it? What was his? Was it? Yeah. Oh, shit. The third guy. I, get, I forgot about Bossiago, dude. What's his website? It was like Bossiago 2020, right? Andy 2020 is what it is. It was Andy 2020. What was it? Dot net. Dot net. Andy 2020. Net. Andrew Bossiago. No information is available for this web page. <laughs> yeah, your SEO is great. Before continuing to Andy 2020.net, before clicking the button, you'll be redirected to the Firefox store and be given the option to install no. safe search add-on. <laughs> no. Sorry, bud. I don't think you're getting that presidency if nobody can view your website without installing Safe Search first. Last I heard, he was like going through some like medical stuff. Like he was not well, so I doubt he's actually running. Yeah, you know, a whole a whole other can of worms. Uh, so that was all stemmed off of a review. Me talking about wanting to do a music recommendation thing because I wanted. I talked a while about. Go about doing a thing where I would do recommendations for metal music for people who do not listen to metal music. Okay. As like entry level, like listen to this song by this band. And once you're comfortable, like, you know what I mean? Like, this is a good song if you don't listen to that. So, like, you can get into Yeah, exactly. To to initiate yourself into blast beats and metal growls. You know what I mean? Like, we need, we need the common man to be in on this. Oh, apparently we're cute. My wife sent me a picture of us on the TV oh, at our fire. house. Well, I was smiling at the thing. I love my wife. Oh, yeah. Tulsi is another person uh, who is... Who's the lady? That Tulsi War- is one of the ladies. Who is, she's actually suing Hillary Clinton for mm. uh, uh, like a smear campaign against her for saying some bullshit. Isn't that all that political ads are? Is just smear campaign after smear campaign? Hil- Hillary's not running, though. Yeah, why? Why are you so? Hillary's Hillary? just like saying some shit that is offended her in some. Co- I don't remember all of it. God damn, dude! American politics are bullshit. Correct. Like, I'm not even gonna pretend that I fucking care because, god damn, dude! Like, oh my god, it's all a goddamn nightmare. And no matter what, it's it's a yeah, it's a publicity loot. thing. Like, I just want somebody. I, okay, here's what I want in 2024. 2024. I want the future. No, no, no. I want somebody's thing to just be nothing. I want it to be a a screen that is a silhouette, just black silhouette. It is fucking voiceover thing. Anonymous. The voice changer thing that makes you sound like this. You cannot identify my voice. You know what I mean? Like that thing where you have that. So I want it that. You have no idea who the fuck, what this person looks like that is running for president. So it's a criminal No, no, no. no. It's not a fucking criminal. It's It's not anonymous. You know what I mean? But it's that same style of thing. I don't know who you are. You As long as you don't want to be fucking president... I'm fucking in. You know what I mean? Like, there's, if you want to be the goddamn president, you shouldn't be the there president. There is a trillion different episodes. There's a trillion dip- different advertisements of every single person in America saying what they would do as a, a government official. Here's what I believe in. Here's why. Yeah, keep it all completely fucking anonymous and be like, you, I like the decisions that you make. I agree with every single one of them. I don't want to have to be like, well, you're the lesser of two evils. I'm going to pick you because I, you're f- still fucking evil and you're going to make terrible decisions and you're going to fuck people over. Like, we're going to still pretend that we're the world police, even though we have no fucking business over yeah. in anybody else's fucking business. Like, but we have news, Jacob. 
We still have nukes. We we revoked them from every other fucking. You can't have country. those. We have those. Oh, okay, yeah, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. Until it's just like, wait, but these people aren't listening. You're like, well, well, yeah, but you should still listen. It's like, but how am I supposed to defend myself if y'all decide you're gonna go crazy? Right. Mm, that's a good question. Now, nah, fuck it. We're just gonna make them anyway. Just don't fuck with us. Welcome to Can we just get along, politicians. guys? Can't we just all get along? I'm just gonna say that it's all it's all it's all political. That's all it comes down to is like uh, the, the the people. It doesn't matter. People are just fucking people, and they're going to be pretty accepting either way. Like I when am you look going to your, continue to right. do whatever I do, regardless of who is a, so made as, the president. as polarizing of a person as PewDiePie can be. That community is fucking massive. Yeah. And when all the World War Three memes are going on, you have people from that area and here posting memes like, can't we just, like, not fight each yeah. other? You know what I mean? Like, we don't really want to do that. Can we just, like, wear, like, a meme band on our arms so we know not to kill each other when we're fighting because we're bros? Like, yeah. come on. We're just people, guys. That's like, why you should buy a, do this. a Count Encrypted t-shirt. Uh, That's why you need this one. I think we already uh, pressured, uh, who was it? Was it Christopher into buying a t-shirt? He said it's too cute not to buy. If you are against World War III, buy a, an official licensed cryptid counter t-shirt from the <laughs> yeah, T-Public the, store. The only anti-World War III organization. Yes. As a soldier, I don't get a choice to care. Well, as I mean, I appreciate your choice to serve and, uh, and, and defend our way of life. I, I I do appreciate you for doing that. Yeah, I for just, letting me I sit around and do this podcast. I don't want people to have to fight. That's that's my big thing. Correct. It's just like let's just let's just get along, guys. I don't want you let's to have not to put have your to life on the line. Yeah, I I appreciate you being willing to do that and having done that that for us. And I I I do can yeah you you thank you right there. Uh, we appreciate it. Just, you. It is it is hard as a to to spectate other people in the world and just and just recognize like other things too like. We could just not fight. That'd be, that'd be great. And obviously, like, there's other things at play that I I don't ever get to know or or experience in any capacity. But I would just prefer we just not fight. You you also don't have billions of dollars invested in guns. Well, oil is uh, yeah, fucking war. war oil is, war is that's how you make money, buddy. Ask Dick Cheney. So I mean, Fuck. but then I mean, with with oil interests too then you feel like you have to stay involved in the Middle East because that's where all your oil's coming from. So if we can make this transition into electric cars and stuff like that, then you're less reliant on those countries and less ready to jump into conflict there to resolve an issue. Just kind of let people who live there figure out, you know, shit for themselves. No. They may do things a little bit differently than we do here, and that is different to me, but... Goddamn! I don't live there, so I can't. I can't pretend that I know what the day-to-day goings on Absolutely. are and what you think when you live there. I have a, such a shitty I, interpretation of my own life. Straight white males, like I, I don't get to have an opinion in yeah. today's society as it is without being fucking like, well, you're privileged. Like, you know, I know. I have to address. I have that. a That's house. Fine. I get I have it. Cars. I have to address that. That's fine. But like, yeah, it's JD nicely, and he'll shoot you in the face. Oh, I thought you were a quail. But like, really though, like, <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous, man. I, I I I don't know. I just let's just get along, guys. Come on. Yeah, come 2020, on. Twenty twenty. Let's just get along. We okay? can all be a cri- officially licensed cryptid counter. If you don't like somebody, it's it's fine for that you don't like them as long as the reasoning is not because they're different than you because of the way that they look. As long as you're not hurting anybody with your beliefs, believe whatever the fuck you want. I suppose. Yeah. Just just be I nice, guys. I don't really care. Let's be nice, guys. Uh, I mean, okay. 
Well, this was stemmed off of a review somehow. That is some bullshit. Yeah, that is. There's another review that I wanted to read here from. I need a uh, train wreck sound bite. Uh, I think everybody's pretty much aware at this point that this podcast itself just is a train wreck. Like in hindsight, train wreck might have been a decent name for the podcast. Uh, so this we can, one we can change now. Is from uh, Apple Podcasts now. Now Apple Podcasts. Uh, what is what is now Apple Podcasts? Yes. I need to burp, and that's why I moved the mic. Is he gonna? Are you gonna there do it? it? No, I'm good. Yeah, oh, I'm gonna oh. do it. I'm gonna do it. I was just, uh, I was squelching into the microphone. Uh, so this <laughs> I is did from uh, Shibungi, Shibungi. I don't know how to say this name. A five star review. Thank you so much. Uh, disgusting. Just like the bros of the Brohio podcast, these guys are vulgar, vulgar, rude, and disgustingly crude. And I enjoy every minute of it. Burps into the podcast. Oh, Fucking the thanks. Fucking great. Uh, yeah. yeah. The Brohio podcast, I have listened to them a couple of times. Their intro is pop punk as fuck, and it's rad. Yeah, Their intro music this. is good. I'm yeah. a big fan of that intro music, dude. Uh, but thank you for the thank you so much for the review. Really do appreciate it. We are just and and for real, like we had that person who was like, "No, nah, this is too much swearing for me." I'm like, "Bro, this, this is, is the fucking name of the show. Excessively explicit. We are gross people. Disgusting. Five stars." Fuck yeah, dude. Let's do it. Like That's what you. I'm here for. Let's fucking send it. We I appreciated it. that one a lot after we got that one person who was like, no, there's, there's too much yeah. foul language for me. Every I other find this fuck. shallow and pedantic. Mm, yeah, it's quite. Yeah, you know, it's, it's fancy. It's pinky out drinking tea shit. Yeah, no, we're drinking shit Jacob made in his basement. And his Technically, yes. I, we, it's not moonshine. I did not. Okay. So it is, it is. So it's illegal to make liquor because you can't distill alcohol. You can have distill like a distillery, like you can distill water and you can distill other stuff, but like to make liquor is not a thing that you can do. Maybe certain states you can in Iowa, definitely not. But I think as a, as a federally like distilling liquor is not a thing that you can do. Uh, so he'd made wine instead. There's, there's like work about ways that people do it without distilling. So like technically like it's a legal gray area. So there's a thing they do like, I think they call it freeze distilling. So you take like, <laughs> Uh, so like brandy is wine that is distilled to make liquor. That's how you get brandy. And sure. absinthe is a. Br- I'm telling you, I'm not I, asking. I, I'm <laughs> listening. So, so absinthe is a kind of uh, like based off a of brandy is a kind of brandy. So if you go from there, then there's a way to to do it. So like with wine that you can make, you you what's called freeze distilling. So you put it in the freezer. The alcohol doesn't freeze, but the part that isn't alcohol freezes at the top. So then you take that Just frozen that part out. out. Yeah. Then you keep freezing it and removing that bit, and what's left is the concentrated alcohol content and basically just distilled. Interesting. So that's that's how freeze distilling works. Like in short, it's super weird. Uh, I I'm, I really I wanted to like sense. make liquor, but it is I'm a, like, I'm guessing there's like a dangerous reason why like there's I'm not allowed to do it. So I'm kind of, and again, it is, it is federally illegal. So I am, I am not doing such because I don't want to go to prison for making fucking gin. That is worse than gin. I can yeah. buy it at the store for less money, more, like, more time, more money. <laughs> I would, I would love to do it on my own, but I can't just for like legality sake. So like I looked into it. I'm like, yeah, I definitely can't do this, but it is a thing. So freeze distilling does exist, but, uh, Jacob doesn't do it. Definitely, uh, for legal reasons, do not condone or endorse uh, freeze distilling of any alcoholic beverage to be consumed uh, in the United States of America. <laughs> I don't know, some disclaimer here as I make direct eye contact with the camera. Uh, uh, Christopher, the Yeti for the shirt was actually an asset that I got for free. Um, I, I did the little badge and the text and everything. 
I think the the iceberg in there was also an asset. I made the clouds in the back, but it, it was something that I I was able to uh, to score for free. The it can explode if you don't do it right. Yeah, there is there is some dangers in uh, distillation and and stuff like that. So I'm assuming that's like part of the reason why it's illegal because people are just gonna be like, well, I'm gonna make my own fucking whiskey and then you know blow up a neighborhood kind of thing because. You know America, but it yeah, also seems yeah. like the kind of thing that would be like meth. No, this is this is in like the 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 founding fathers wanted us to be able to make our own whiskey. You know what I mean? Like that seems like one of the things <laughs> the that Second people, Amendment. Yeah, like it's it's the Fifth Amendment, which it isn't because that's the right to remain silent or whatever the fuck. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna not say anything. I'm gonna plead the fifth. Plead the fifth. Excuse yeah. me, OJ Ornithol James Simpson. What? I I saw I saw that blow up. It's I don't know. Uh, again. Think a long, a long segment stayed from a review there. Thanks for the reviews, everybody. Uh, go leave oh, a review. Oh, on Discovery. Own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, we got uh, Discovery Channel employees over here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wish. If our audience yeah. was big enough to have that much pull, we that might fucking have people Discovery from channels. television networks were actively like, comment the name of our show in this live yeah, stream. No, 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 no. There's nine people in here. <laughs> fucking Two of them are us. Yeah, exactly. One of them's my wife. <laughs> I like the Furby t-shirt. Hey, sorry to hear that you've been ill there, bud. Uh, yeah, merch is, merch is always there. Links in the description of every episode. We got the time to support. Uh, yeah, we got we to gotta re-up on the domains. And uh, hosting and everything soon, so now's a good time to support the podcast and get yourself a t-shirt. I like the purple emu cat. I think it looks good, actually. But there is numerous different colors. You can see it. There, there was more colors, too. Those were just the ones I selected that I thought looked decent. Yeah, um, I bet you could talk Jacob into unlocking uh, I, uh, one of those. If, you, if like, there was something else that you yo, wanted yo, 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 that yo, is yo. an availability on there, I, I, it can certainly happen. If, if you guys got some more ideas, I know I still... Uh, I need to make the Oscar uh, Jaws t-shirt from the Beast of, what, Busco episode? Oh, man. Yeah, Boosty Busco was uh, the crocodile snapping turtle. I need to do that Jaws-style t-shirt for that one with the duck in place of the turtle woman and the turtle the in place duck. of the shark. I had thought about it at one point and kind of started, but I've just I've been slammed at fucking work, man. It's uh, and we're rolling into busy time right now, and even with somebody else helping me out, I've I've been busy. If you're not in t-shirts, if you got if you got if you're not in t-shirts, we got hoodies, we got mugs, we got stickers, baby onesies. Shit, you got shit. kids that nobody else has to see for some reason. There's onesies that I don't know why I activated. Uh, you know, <laughs> that Pillows, kind of shit. Tapestries, magnets. Connor's got a kid. Fuck it, he's six. We'll find a onesie big enough for Caden. Let's do it. If I could wear a onesie, I probably would. There's a big enough onesie. Let's see what the max size is. 28-year-old. <laughs> yeah, that's another size shit for kids. 24 months. months. Hmm, I can fit that on my foot, maybe. I just need to figure out how many months I've been alive and get one made. I couldn't find the purple one. Was the purple not available? You should just be able to select from colors from the from the t-shirt. Maybe uh, maybe if you selected like the premium blend for the t-shirt, not all of the colors are available. That could be the reason yeah, yeah, why yeah. So certain colors might be only available in that. I think there's also tapestries, pillows, there's, sweatshirts. There's all kinds got of shit one. on there. Be- the, the sweatshirts are nice and thick. Connor does have uh, I, a, I do a like custom it a t-shirt. We, I do need to switch around some of these existing designs. I want to do like, cool, so you have the Big Yeti. If you do it like smaller, like kind of off on the side, like it would be like a breast pocket. I like the idea of that. I can't make it where it is a shirt that physically has a pocket and the design is like within there. On T Public, unfortunately, maybe they'll yeah. add some features like that someday. So but, get the uh, get the we'll, t- we'll that out. to get the T shirt in purple. You got to go to the classic T shirt. It is classic T shirt. The, the purple option is available. It I may believe not that be is what I had everything. gotten. 
is the classic, and it's it's a nice T-shirt. I I need to yeah, More dude. I'm gonna order chat. like tapestries and fucking pillows and shit. I have wall space. There now. is some space. I have some other stuff that I could bring over from the house that we had. Uh, not sure. Happy with what I got though. All right, man. Good. Glad to hear it. Hell yeah, dude. Appreciate you uh, supporting the podcast. 100%. Very much so. And representing. Cause it's free advertisement at that point when questions. you wear the t-shirt. <sighs> we don't yeah. really have a... I mean, this we've just been fucking shooting the shit at this point and reading reviews and stuff for like an, an extended period of time. At this point, uh, I mean, I think it's been like 20 minutes we've we read two reviews. Yeah, we've um, been live for two and know. a half hours. Yeah, it's, it's been two hours. Started streaming two hours ago. Two hours and 26 minutes. Oh, shit, you're right, because we started, like, right at noon, and it's 2.30. Yeah, we've been uh, for alive for a while. Sean, shout out to you for a two-and-a-half-hour episode for no reason. For no reason. Literally no reason. Uh, Shooting the season shit. three, guys, let's fucking go. Uh, yeah. Make sure you're subscribed everywhere. I know um, we talked about the tournament at the very beginning of this. That's going to be a separate thing that's going to get posted. So the tournament is live now. I'll wear it to the next orgy. Let's fucking go, brother. <laughs> Uh, that's that's the kind of advertising we need. <laughs> that's really our audience is just disgusting human beings. So that's perfect. Thank you. Um, uh, yeah. Again, uh, I'll see you there. Reviews, love it. Please do that more. Buying shirts, yes, please love it. Do it more. Uh, Follow us on social media. Social media, everything. and and really, right now, all I want from you guys, take a little bit of time, fill out the bracket, the tournament. Yeah. Let's, let's do that. Um, if enough people do it, I'll get that leaderboard posted either on the site or on social media. So we have like a live embed of like, here's the leaderboard, you know, this many people, here's the people who have voted the names of their shit. And then like when we do it, I'm, I'm pretty sure I want to do that as YouTube exclusive instead yeah. of posting the audio of us drinking gross shit. Oh, Brandy fucking made it right at the end. Brandy, thanks for ordering a new shirt. The image is coming off my original. What? You, what? What? Did you watch it Inside Out? Uh, I have seen part of the film. Huh? That what? What are we talking about? What? I, you said Brandy, and I said thank you for buying a new one. And the original is coming off of her shirt. The image is coming off my original. Oh. Yeah, what are, you, what are now, you talking about? I read it, and I'm drunk, and I'm stupid, you asked and I have me no I idea. <laughs> You had said something about Inside Out, like I thought you were talking about Have the you film. Seen the movie? Have you seen it, Inside Out? What? Are you watching? I've it drank inside too much. Out. Is the problem, dude? I am. I am intoxicated. So, Jacob brought the good stuff though today. I did. Honestly, we drank an entire bottle of wine. Yeah, we did. It this was is this is empty. Delightful. We drank a whole bottle of wine. Yeah, empty, bud. When are you gonna start manufacturing that for the podcast? We can start selling it as like Yeti juice. Um, I'm not. We would have to get a liquor license first. It could be acquired. How, how bad is it? Uh, so we don't have any thing, business license. Here's here's the other thing. You need a business license. You need a liquor license. You need a distribution license. And we're also shipping over state lines. There may be something at that capacity too. And then with shipping alcohol, you have to have somebody sign for it when it's dropped off. Otherwise, it cannot be delivered. So with like wine subscription services and stuff, it's like, cool, around what hours are you home? Or like, what is your business location to deliver to where you will be so we can deliver this to you where While we have someone there. to sign for it and have their ID ready who is over 21 because you have to do that with alcohol stuff. So the idea of it on paper, like I, I would love to make fucking alcohol for everybody. Like I, I share it with everybody in my fucking life. Like yeah, do you yeah. want to try some of the <laughs> alcohol that I have made? Like Jacob please. brings it over every I, two weeks. All the fucking time. But but with that, uh, oh, Brandy's been here the whole time, just fucking silent. Okay, how cool. am I supposed to know? Cool, Brandy. 
working on your art or something. Doing doing cool shit. You're yeah. Does money. does does Brandy perhaps stream while drawing shit? I, I would watch because that. I a hundred percent would watch that and also promote that on the podcast. Hint hint. <clears throat> wait, Brandy. Wait, nudge nudge. Brandy. If you've got Create any questions, a, a Twitch stream now. Uh. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We don't have our usual like one v one or anything. No, like that. it's the first one of the season. So. Is in in lieu of poll results and one v ones and stuff. Just just go do the season two tournament bracket. Yes. Do your predictions for that. This episode should uh, be up before again, two that weeks ends. From what when we're recording this, which is January twenty fifth, we're gonna post the tournament announcement and link February eighth, like tomorrow. Yeah, so, yeah. So the eighth of February up. is when we're gonna do the results show. Uh, all things going as planned, but you we'll, know, we'll keep that's you posted our goal. on social media and everything. That's the plan. Uh, I mean, everybody watching now is is following us on social. I I recognize all the names everywhere, yeah. so that's that's where all this is coming from. Or they're following us here and they got the notification that way. So uh, just make sure you're following stuff. I've been debating it because I get a lot of requests. Uh, really though, Brandy, I, I I think if you did it, it would be sick. If you get to that point, like if you set up a Twitch stream, I throw it. you my I throw you my Twitch Prime sub. I throw you some bits and stuff like. I, and I obviously, like I, I would, I would give you shout outs on the podcast. I, I, I don't, I don't know where it's at. Connor's got some drawings that you. I do have drawings. The they, here. they have been removed to put Presently, sound panels we got up. Sound but stuff I got up, and we need to, we need to redo them on the wall here. But like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I need to. Why not one v one with Nathaniel? What Nathaniel versus uh, the Yeti? Is that what your implication is here? Yeah. What? I would fight him. <laughs> Why? I don't want to put Nathaniel up against the Yeti. I got to make him win. I don't want him to get wrecked. What about Chris against the, the yeah, Yeti? Yeah, put you up against it. Your last name is Manly. Let's go. Yeah, the, <laughs> show us your manliness. Oh, fuck, man. Well, fuck, it's good to be back, though. It is. It, it's... Uh, it, it is. Again, we're talking February 8th to do the uh, live episode for the tournament results. The next episode may be slightly delayed. Maybe... Because if we release this on the 30th, our next scheduled release would be the 13th. But if the 8th, we're doing tournament results. We probably will record an episode then if we you can. You think we're going to have time? Uh, the tournament know. results is going to take more than an hour. If I had to guess, the tournament results would it take did last time. half. We'll figure it out for next time. So I would say we, we could do like a small episode that's just like being like, hey, we posted a thing on the YouTube for the tournament for season two. Go watch that in lieu of the podcast this week. We'll have something out in the next two weeks. Just yep. so that way it's like directing them like in case you didn't fucking know. I'm dying over here. Yes. Sorry to yes, hear I that. I mean, don't die, but but yes. Laughing is what we want you to be doing, please. I'm wearing you've a here, unicorn You've been waiting two beanie. hours for a fucking laugh, bro. I'm wearing a unicorn beanie at the moment. There isn't much manly here. Hey, LOL. That's subjective. You could fucking be wearing a, a, a pink unicorn beanie and be like the hardest motherfucker alive. I... It's like the only thing. Okay. It's like, it's like buying candy is the hardest thing to look tough at doing. If you're going to get a Butterfinger, you don't look like a hard ass buying a Butterfinger. You know what I mean? You just purchase the Butterfinger and then you just eat it with the wrapper on. That's how you look manly doing it. You just have to. I think you're confusing off. manly with uh, special. Oh. Perhaps Sorry. is maybe the terminology I'm looking for That's here. That's why I failed uh, my whole life. <laughs> not not well. I mean, you're looking. At, you can see me. I'm not manly. My hair is to the back, like almost to, to be my fair, ass. It's all in a beanie today, and you cannot see your hair. Cannot. You look like a, a respectable human being. All up in here. So like Google Podcast. That's how I find you. Yeah, good. Um, I actually very much like Google Podcast because you can save specific podcasts to your homepage so like i could have like 
an icon for Google Podcasts, but specifically for uh, the Counting Cryptids podcast on my just like home screen on my phone. Yeah, you're like you're so like quick. if if you're like this is like the only podcast I listen to, where it's just like two podcasts. Like you can have those specific ones just as like an app icon on your phone. So Google Podcast is actually pretty oh. sick. Uh, I do I do very much enjoy that. I'm still using Podcast Addicts. Next episode is on the upload. That'll be a help. Yeah. So again, we're talking right now. Um, the the eighth of February is that results show. Um, probably YouTube exclusive. This episode this episode is will release on the thirtieth. Yes. So then Thursday. the schedule typically we do two weeks after, so it would be the thirteenth. That one might be delayed. Might a bit. be off by a week or two because of the results show. We might just throw it off one week. So maybe we'll do the twentieth for that that next second episode, and then every two weeks from there. So then it would be March fifth, and uh, then March nineteenth, April second. Oh, is it my birthday this year? April 2nd, April 16th. Nope, April 30th. We're a couple days off. Almost. Damn. All right. All right, well, guys. It's been it's been good to be back. We're we're going to call it. I'm I'm glad very much glad to be us. back. Uh thank you everybody in chat for uh chipping in whole time. Very much appreciate it. Nathaniel, I know you're not here now. Uh but but shout out Emukat, uh, Sean Chris, I know you weren't here because you were stuck doing other shit, but you would have been if you could. Here, Spirit. Spirit, bud, and everybody else who had other shit going on. Brandy, I know everybody that's in here now. Thank you. If you're not in here, but you're listening to the podcast later. Thanks for listening. The, that's the download also numbers good. this month have actually been like for having released nothing have been pretty fucking good, and I'm pretty pleased about that too. So thank you everybody who's been listening in our absence and just catching up and and doing all that stuff. Uh, Preparing Pretty, for yeah. the tournament, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, hopefully, you know, re-listening to episodes to make sure you know, like, what the fuck was the Beast of Bodmin Morrigan? Like, you know, that shit. Like, oh, yeah, the Panther I, in we the did UK. That. Like, 100% <laughs> at the start when we were looking at it. So, again, uh, if you want to hit reviews, great. Uh, Continue doing what you're doing. Hit, yeah, please. Uh, just keep on keeping on. Being awesome people. Love it very much. Thank you so much for all the support, downloads, everything. Love you guys. Don't forget to keep counting cryptids. Oh, or stay Boom. gray, whatever you want to be. Yeah, stay gray. All right. Till Later, guys. next time. Thanks for checking out this week's episode. If you want to get your two cents in, answer this week's polls on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, as well as Discord. Links for all the social media, as well as everything else we talked about on the show, are available at gobblesquatch.com. If you have any questions, concerns, suggestions, or you just want to chat, you can email us at cannoncryptids at hotmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and tell your friends. I've been Connor. I've been Jacob. And we'll see you in a couple of weeks for another fascinating installment of Counting Cryptids. <laughs>